You know that? You know? Do you guys remember that Sprite commercial with Drake? No. Yes, no. we all know when Drake's head exploded, and you're gonna say your head also exploded. Do you think <laughs> that's? Do you think that's really him? Can he do that? <laughs> what? <laughs> I would love for Drake's head to explode in real life. I think it would be very interesting. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books too. Is he a Sprite Borg? Maybe it was a doppelganger that exploded for the commercial. <laughs> like, maybe the original Drake was unproblematic. And then his head was blown up, and then they hired the doppelganger, and he's a creep. That's possible. Oh, that's classic. Classic doppelgangers. All right, I'm going to introduce the podcast now. Make sure everyone has their nickname and their zip. Hello, and welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, and A Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast for people who believe that there is actually no difference between good and bad things. (laughs) Ooh. Okay. I was on the wrong page somehow. I thought I was on the right page. All right, here I go. My name is Kay, and with your life fire, I could make a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Chaz, and is that, is it what lords and ladies do down in the south? They crank it with their ass? My name is Jano, Short Kings Rise Up. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, Hi, I'm Rainer, and I'll repay a thousandfold for every nut. (laughs) <laughs> but not the berries. Hi, <laughs> uh, my name is Manuel. I'm in gay baby jail with Davos. <laughs> he really you is. You tried to kill yeah. Melisandre, didn't you? He like soft locked to the game, and then Melisandre came down, and she was like, "I'm Nick Cage now." Or Dick, what's the guy's name? The game. He's like the, in which the game. Movie? No, no, not Nick Cage. Oh, the, the game that's like Sean Penn and Michael Douglas. No, 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 the game developer. <laughs> David Cage. Todd David Howell. Cage. David Another Cage. Cage. And he's like, the, the, a game over is the fault of the game developer. But sure, first I have to make sure you understand the complex morality of my game. Wow. What? That, that is what Melisandre said. You're right. That, that is what she says. God, Melisandre. That is a gamer. Well, Mel says, "Did you try and kill me?" Because that's pretty. That's pretty cringe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like imagining like that would have been game over. You know, she's an unki- unkillable like NPC. A, imagine Melisar in like a David Cage game setting, like would have to get like. Oh, she'd be uh, she'd be pissing on screen for certain. Shot of her in the shower before we like. Actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To talk to her. So just the show, basically. Yeah. Uh, true. Oh yeah, she did get in the bath, and she was old. She wouldn't be old in the game. No, (laughs) No. she'd still be hot. I mean, you can be old and hot. God, the show. Yeah, I, I don't know. David Cage would turn her old though. Like that's yeah, that is something I think he'd do. Well, she would be a robot secretly instead of secretly old. That's old and a robot. Oh, a secretly old robot. Um, oh. <laughs> there's there's some news we can talk about. Oh. It's not much. Um, the return of the news. Not people really. missed it. We've yeah. been getting letters um, written in saying, "Where is the news <laughs> section? I can't believe you haven't done it for like two weeks. This is an outrage. How will I know what's yeah. going on in the world?" And they're right. So mm, they're right. the answer is, is there's <laughs> nothing going on. <laughs> okay. We are silencing the media. 
I mean, if you're getting yeah. excited that the news is back, hold your breath, because it's... Uh... <laughs> so, George made a blog post with a very funny title. <laughs> Go it's ahead. Called... Coming. Eventually. <laughs> Maybe. Damn, when those SSRIs hit, man. Uh, and he basically talks about like the news that I refused to talk about for the last two weeks because that was like every news article every news article was just like talking about all these new TV and movie adaptations George is involved and how is he going to finish the books now that he is writing five movies all of a sudden he decided to all of a sudden he decided to like work on all these movies instead of the books even though a week ago he still said he's working on the books um and all the fans can never expect to get the winds of winter. It's not going to happen because George is just too dang busy writing for TV and his books being adapted. That's true. So he writes a um, story about the adaptation of In the Lost Lands broke a week or so back. And now hard on the heels of that comes the announcement about another story of mine being developed as a movie, uh, which is Sand Kings. Yeah, this is, he says... <laughs> Now the story is in development once again, this time as a feature film rather than a television episode. Like apparently they t- tried to do a t- TV show about it a while ago. And then he says, Gore Verbinski, the acclaimed director of Rango, The Ring, Pirates of the Caribbean, and many other films. So that's great. Rango? Rango. What's Rango? The acclaimed director of Rango. It's the cartoon movie about the little, <laughs> the little it... chameleon who's yeah. like a cowboy. Okay, so I, I have never heard of this. Or is he like a, he's some kind of lizard? I think he has to be a chameleon because he has those eyes. He's a right? chameleon. He has yeah. the chameleon eyes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the first the first Pirates of the Caribbean is not bad. Like it does have the iconic line where uh, Jack Sparrow <laughs> says, "Now I've heard of a skeleton crew, but this is too much." <laughs> yeah, he says <laughs> Everyone that. knows that's a that good line. line. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Skeleton crew. I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then he talks about how you know it's still in the early stages of development and then the the, the the crucial part is I'm not quite sure why all these stories seem to be breaking now the Sand Kings project has been underway for more than a year in the lost land for something like six years um, and then he talks about like other things that are being developed so it really just seems like you know it's not like he's involved in new projects it's like these all of these old projects he's had like a hand in are now breaking that's he doesn't even he had a hand in them like 30 years ago when he wrote the original stories i don't know what yeah, and I guess like, work he's doing for these he's not i don't think he's doing anything one of the things that were in the news is that he said in i don't know on the blog post or something that uh, oh if the in the lost lands like we said this last episode right that he never finished in the lost lands and he <laughs> yeah <said> that, <laughs> and he doesn't know why yeah. Yeah, and he said that if if the In the Lost Lands movie is going to be a hit, he might be willing to pen the sequel. But what? that's like mm. That's like so much ifs, like it's not going to happen. <laughs> like cuz some of these some of these so-called news articles uh, that we don't talk about because it's about TV and movies, but like some of them claimed that uh, well, now George is writing In the Lost Lands sequel instead of The Winds of Winter, but like if the movie is like being shot now, and it's directed by the director of the fucking... It's directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, director of the Resident Evil movies, among others. So, like, I, I don't think it's going to be, like, a big, critically acclaimed movie. So, I, I think it's extremely unlikely that it's going to be a hit and then George will just, like, throw out 
the Wenzel Venta uh, <laughs> flush it down the toilet because he, <laughs> he is running to write uh, in the Lost Lands 2 now. You never know. Anyway. He's a crazy man. <laughs> he is a crazy man. He wrote man. like two encyclopedias that no one wanted. <laughs> Those ones were easy though. They just like... Yeah. He just wrote them like real quick. Because it's like... <laughs> He didn't have to come up with anything new. Yeah. He just had to like uh, make a bunch of fluff. He didn't have to cup, come up with anything. He just had to make a bunch of stuff. What? Are you you're <laughs> talking about like the world of ice and fire and fire and blood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that stuff, like he's got the you know skeleton already, and that's the hard part. With you think the... he doesn't have the skeleton of Winds of Winter and Dream of Spring? <laughs> Not really. But like the world of ice and fire was like. I think what what I think that was is that he gave all his lore notes to Elio something. Elio and Linda, who, yeah, yeah, the guy who like co-wrote it and gave gave mm. him all his all his notes, and he uh, wrote a book out of them. Like that's well, he also he also wrote new material, and he wrote so much that it ended up having to get split off into Fire and Blood. Yeah, so like <laughs> sure, he but he did that in like a year or two. Oh. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, like he did it really quick because like this stuff was kind of already figured out, and he was just kind of like he was just writing it down. And and, and like there's no story and like the, the character arcs really that you have to. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he have to do to like the, all the things that he has to do with wins. Where it's like, mm, if I do a little change here, I gonna have to change all of these other things. How do these? How's the timeline working of these chapters? How's the structure working? Right? Like didn't have to do that. It's just like. How is my big spaghetti monster gonna like tie all together? Yeah, it's so sad that you said that it only took him a year or two, and that's nothing, <laughs> and that that's true. I mean, that is not. That's like a normal time for writing a book for most <laughs> authors, right? So that's like. I don't know. Writing a book is very easy. Oh, he also mentions like a short film that either he or his friends is working on. This is. I don't, I don't get this part. It says, oh, and there's Friends Forever, just a short film, maybe 20 minutes long, a labor of love that I hope you love as much as I do. That one will happen if the pandemic allows it. If not for COVID, we would have shot it already. I don't know who this we is. Who the, who this we is. Yeah, that one was a little interesting. Uh, the first of four shorts that I hope to film based on classic short stories by one of the most idiosyncratic writers our future ever produced. Like, this sounds like he would be, like, filming it, but... It's not, he's not a. I hope, yeah, that, like, I hope that George does some acting. That would be <laughs> good. I would like that. I would like to see it. it would Which be cool writer? If, like, George became like a Vanna Herzog type figure who, uh, <laughs> who like is known for doing it or like whose like main thing is something else, but he will still show up like acting minor roles, and it's gonna be great. And he just bees himself. Mm-hmm. That's how grammar works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which which Wait. stories is it based on? Like what? What? I don't well, know. Who's this idiosyncratic writer? Probably Harlan Ellison. I don't know. Just like thinking of authors he likes. It's probably probably like some cancelled sci-fi author. That's my guess. Because <laughs> mm. that's what George is into. Yeah, that's what idiosyncratic means. Just cancelled. I think politely. so. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Is that all the news? No, but there's there's like one paragraph about the books. Because this this is actually about like we don't talk about TV and uh, and movies we only talk about books. Yeah, you just imagine the last fifteen minutes. Um, no, we we just talk about books here. Uh, and then he says, "You all know what is on my plate in prose. I need to finish wins, and then maybe write another Duncan Egg novella." 
and then get your item to a Dream of Spring and in between edit some wild cards books. Sure. Once more into the breach, dear friends, Westeros beckons. Current mood busy. Hmm. I hope so. You <laughs> just threw that another Duncan Technovala in. Yeah. No, that's been there. That's been yeah. announced. Like uh-huh, he has yeah. his plan has always been uh finish Winds of Winter, then write Duncan Deck Five, mm-hmm. then write Dream of Spring, then Duncan write uh, Drunken Duncan Deck Four, yeah. Then write Drunken Egg? Drunken Egg. <laughs> then write Dream of Spring. Then write Fire and Blood 2, and then write Duncan Deck 5 and 6. Like that, mm. that has been like okay. his outline forever. Um, that's a ton of book to write, <laughs> mm. considering Wins took this long. So I feel like if we, if we get to the point that he writes Wins and Duncan Egg, that's already a big W for us. Oh, Huge yeah. W. I mean, honestly, like, I think that it's taken this long because he, like, you know, that it's like a psychological phenomenon of like, when you see that you're almost done, it gets yeah. really hard for you to finish. I think, yeah. like, getting to Winds of Winter, he was like, oh, I totally, I got this. I'm almost there. So he just, like, couldn't really do it. And I think that once he finishes Winds, I think it'll be a lot faster. I feel like I feel like Dream is going to be faster. I don't know if we talked about this. There's a lot of pressure on the Winds of Winter specifically, I feel. I think so, yeah. Because it's a little difficult. Yeah. Like, you'd probably second-guess yourself a lot as you were writing, and that might make it, like, very difficult to write. I think so, yeah. I think a dream is gonna be easier also because like he clearly has like the final like the end game figured out and the bits like I think wins is, is a struggle because it's like so close to the end game but he still like needs to figure out how to get to the end game and this book is like about the how right. It's and like, like I mean he's writing like the the like Empire Strikes back right now, but it's actually seven of them. Yeah. Or, like, 12 that are all as complicated but different, and they all have to, like, relate to each other at the end and and tie into each other somehow. I yeah. guess as, like, some of them could still be waiting for later to do that, but I don't know. It's a writing side. Yeah, I could see this be more challenging than uh, Dream. I'm also, like, curious if this is going to be the longest book of the series, because... Oh. I- the sixth Probably. book in the series is the longest <laughs> book in the series. I feel like there's a really good chance that it's gonna be the longest one, right? Like, considering yeah, that four and five were like, or that that uh, feast and dance were like split geographically, and now he has to bring all mm. of them together. Like, yeah, maybe he can just stop writing Danny chapters. Just cut all the Tyrion stuff. Maybe John is gonna kill Danny, like, like in the show, uh, but like right at the beginning of yeah, right at the beginning. <laughs> Finally. Thank you, sir. Alright, is that all the news? Stabbing Danny speedrun. <laughs> now, if you get stabbed in the back here, you can clip right to Essos. You can clip right into the Night King's castle. And what are these from, uh, from emojis you're sending at Manora? They're from, they're from his blog. Yeah, oh, really? pretty he cool. Them. He posts a lot of things. They're just good images. Yeah. I don't like them. <laughs> They're evil. They're twisted. Oh, I see. This is <laughs> twisted robot. Though, yeah, because he also wrote a post about how uh, about like some Lovecraft horror, uh, Lovecraftian horror workshop or whatever. What if Lovecraft is the idiosyncrasy? Oh, I think that. <laughs> no, that's I don't story, think right? so. <laughs> I think be. that's a that's a typewriter, right? In the like the angry oh, robot face typewriter. What oh, yeah, it is. 
It's only got two rows of keys mm. for teeth, but oh my that, god, that's why it takes so long for him to write because yeah. <laughs> he's trying to bite yeah, them. He can't read, can't write any words that that include like uh, keys from the middle row. Yeah, and he needs to worry about the typewriter biting him all the time. <laughs> Do you remember? Did I? Did you, any of you know about this thing with Lovecraft where like? A month before he died, there's a letter where he was like, "Yeah, I was really racist, and I was like turning into <laughs> I was a fascist, and like actually, America needs to become socialist, or we're fucked." Mm. And then he died like a month later. I know you had like a friend who was like Jewish and gay, and was like also a sci-fi writer, and he was always like, "Hey, dude, this is pretty bad, bro. Stop." Yeah. <laughs> Posting cringe again. Bro, I know that we are best friends for life, but you are so fucking racist. <laughs> Turns out, anyway, like, you don't need racism to, like, express the horror of the unknown and, and powers bigger than us. Yeah, but, like, the, the reason why Lovecraft was so afraid was uh, was because he was racist. Like, he was just yeah, like, yeah. so afraid of people who weren't, like, who weren't exactly him. Yeah, like, the white, the white like, racist... Uh, Lovecraft, like greatest eldritch horror is like the great replacement theory. So, like, oops, uh oh, we love it, folks, <laughs> don't we? Uh, let's talk about, but you, you, there's better ones that uh, just come from space or whatever, like, and don't have to do with race. Yeah, I know, anyway. <laughs> he has he has inspired others who were less bad than him, and like, he did write some effective horror, like, I'm, I'm not gonna deny that they were like, also just at the same time incredibly racist. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the not racist books that George <laughs> wrote. George would never put racism in his books. All right, this week we read Brand 2, Davos 3, John 3, three of them. Don't get too scared that there's three chapters this week. We're going to be very efficient. Sure. Like we always are with our time. Maybe there was a guy who is little, but like for one turn he can still be epic. Yeah, what if there was yeah. a small guy? And it was definitely him. It was definitely yeah, him under the It's a small person, so it must be him. For sure. Yeah. Alright. Brand chapter. Let's get right into it. Brand and all his funny little friends are walking through the mountains on the way to the wall. Brand keeps saying, hey, why don't we take the road? And they always tell him, bro, we look ridiculous. Everyone will know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're just walking in the mountains instead. And Brand is like, oh yeah, I know all about the people who live in the mountains. There's a bunch of, like, kind of lords, but they don't like to be called lords. And they came to Winterfell once to say they love my dad. And they all know that we're here, <laughs> but they're not saying anything because they're secret and sneaky. And so one day it's raining really hard and they find a little cave and they meet a, a guy who's nice to them, kind they of. They meet the guy? Yeah, they meet a guy. They meet like yeah, a mysterious mountain man and he gives them special snacks and he says, oh, uh, we hate that there's no Stark in Winterfell because it means that the King's Road sucks and we love the Starks, I guess. And Jojen <laughs> tries to be... <laughs> Jojen to him, he's like, ah, the wolves will come again, I had a dream. And the guy's like, uh, I dream about my mom sometimes, but then she's not there. And Hodor says Hodor, and that's the funny joke. He leaves them some snacks, and Bran is like, oh, I love this guy who gave us snacks. When I'm this dark in Winterfell, I'll give his family a lot of snacks for, for this. Fantastic. We love it. Yeah, we love it. 
Brand sees an eagle and he's like, damn, what if I could warg an eagle? This could be useful. But then he can't do it. I wonder if this matters. <laughs> he's baby. He is baby, it's true. So then they're still walking through the mountains and everyone thinks it's really boring and annoying because they have to double back a lot of the time and they have to go up and down and it's just boring. So Bran's like, hey, do you know any stories? And Mira says, yeah, I do. And Jojen's like, ugh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Jojen is so funny. Okay, so Mira tells him a story about a knight because he asks for a story about a knight and Jojen says there aren't any knights in the net because they all drown in the bog and we think it's very funny. <laughs> it's sick, actually. It is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. But Mira says, ah, oh, there's, there's one knight, the knight of the laughing tree. So she tells this story. And Jojen's like, oh, Bran knows this story. Don't tell him. But Bran says, no, no, I like stories that I know. And I also don't know this one. Yeah. So let's hear it. Jojen asks him like three times if he knows the story. And Bran's like, no, I don't know this story. No, my father hasn't told him me. What are you talking about? Are you sure your dad didn't tell you this? He's like, no, he never talks to me. It was an old man who was telling oh. the stories, not my dad. Yeah. Yeah, my dad would never tell a story. My dad hates also, stories. Telling a story is like telling a lie. He would never tell <laughs> yeah. me a story. Bran is also like, well, I think stories lie. are cringe, but Hodo loves stories. He would love to yeah, hear a story. He's being so <laughs> cute. Hodo likes stories, but he doesn't like romance stories. Mm. Hodo gets really upset when you tell romance stories. Hodo wants <laughs> stories about epic nights. Yeah, this is what Hodor likes. <laughs> All right, so here's the story of the Knight of the Laughing Tree. It starts with, there's a funny little boy who's from the neck, and he knows a lot of crazy magic. This guy rules. He can, yeah, he can breathe mud, he can run on leaves, he can turn earth into water, yeah. and back again, and he he's can basically, talk to trees. He's basically from Naruto. He's just a ninja from Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ninjas from Naruto make castles appear and disappear. They do. <laughs> and Brent says, damn, wish I could do that. It's almost like he's Howl and Reed, mm. and his castle mm. appears and disappears. Do you get it? Why did you say Howl like that? There wasn't <laughs> anything Howl about a wolf. I don't get it. Because it's Howl's moving castle. It's Howl's moving castle. Oh, Howl's moving castle. Oh, okay. I see. All right. All right. It is That's like an explicit too. reference. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sure. Well, he said so. Okay. So, here's the story. The little boy from the from the bogs decides oh, yeah. that he's grown up. There's even a scarecrow up. prince in that movie. Yeah. I have not read the book. Like, I don't know what that's like. I've only seen the anime. And I was like, no, George would never reference an anime. And I remembered it was a book. No, it's, and it's a pretty famous movie. Like, I don't know. But it I'm is pretty a pretty sure famous it. movie. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Oh, yeah, so, the book is from the I'm 80s. Not sorry. So, it might be... <laughs> The, yeah. little, the little bog boy wants to go to the Isle of Faces, and Bran's like, damn, that's where the green men live. And Mira says, true, and he met them, and it was cool. But that's not what this story is about, actually, so I won't tell you anymore. So the little boy goes to the Isle of Faces, and he lives there for a while, and then he's like, oh, time to go, I guess. So he leaves the Isle of Faces, and right by there is Harrenhal, and there's a big tournament happening. And he's, he's looking around, because it's neat, and then he gets the shit kicked out of him by... Some three squires who are, like, younger than him, but they're huge. And Bran's like, damn, this sounds like a Frey thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns out to be right, which is hilarious. Frey's like to bully. Yeah. Uh. The Frey's genetically evil. It's just a Frey thing. So while the little boy is getting destroyed by three squires, uh, a nice girl comes. A, a she-wolf on two legs, which means a Stark. But Mira's, like, telling the story with many... 
metaphors and such, so you have to know some information to know who they are. But I, I think I'll just tell you who they are, which is nicer. So this is, uh, yeah, if we believe that the little boy is baby Helen Reed, then this is Leanna Stark. She comes I mean, and they, says, hey. They say that this is in the year of the false spring, so we can be pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just making sure everyone knows this is technically editorializing, but it seems pretty clear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Leanna comes and she's like, hey, this is my father's guy you're kicking the shit out of, so you better fuck off right now. And she grabs, like, a little fake sword and she beats them up and they run away. And then all her brothers are there, too. There's uh, Big Boy Wolf, who is Brandon. There's Quiet Wolf, who is Ned. And there's Baby Wolf, who is Benjamin. It's very cute that they're all just hanging out together. <laughs> That's me, Uncle Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, baby brother Benjamin. <laughs> That's my fault. Are you sure, are you sure your father has never told you this story? Yeah, <laughs> the story sure? that he's in. The story where he does stuff. I don't know. This this is about a wolf. I don't think this has anything to do with the Starks. These yeah, are that's uh... true. So Leanna says to uh, Helen that, hey, you're technically of high birth, so you can come to the feast if you want, and you can be our friend. So he goes with them, and he gets a good snack, and he sees a lot of famous people. <laughs> he sees uh, the dragon prince of Rhaegar. We all know him. And, God, there's a lot of people. I don't know which Stormlord this is. I guess it's... It's Robert. The dad? Yeah, it's Robert? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a Stormlord. There's a Knight of Skulls and Kisses. I don't know him, but that's, that's Richard fun. Lawnmouth. That's Rhaegar's Oh, of friend. course. Of course. Okay. Rhaegar's uh, friend. He sounds Lawnmouth. dreamy, so... He, he lost in a drinking contest to Robert, though, so... Oh, that's pretty cringe. <laughs> pretty I mean, that's cringe. probably a good thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's a maid with laughing purple eyes, and many people say this is important for later. Because Ned, Ned gets to yeah, Ned gets to have a dance with her, but he's too shy to ask. <laughs> so his brother has to. But ask also, her. also, Barristan dances with her. I think the white sword. Uh, yeah. It just says a white sword, so it could be Barristan or it could be any of the other Kingsguard. And a red snake, Oberyn. Mm. Yeah, and Definitely John Con, oh, Lord of, of Griffins. Griffins. Yeah, the Lord of Griffins. Wow, how do they remember all these people? You know, this is a lot of people. That's why they're color coded, so you can remember <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, yeah. And also, this is like the only like thing you have to really know about for politics. It's just like who who danced with the pretty lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so while the party is happening, Howlin like sees the squires who kicked him, and he learns what sigils they're fighting for, which is porcupine. Who is pit- porcupine? pitchfork? And Frey. So, so mm. Bran was right. His race Pitchfork against is against Frey. What the fuck? I think I think I just dropped my keys. It was really loud. It sounded like a clap from <laughs> far away. I was like, "Who's clapping? <laughs> a new podcast?" All right, <laughs> yeah, so... I was gonna say the Pitchfork Night was a music reviewer. Please clap. Ah, I see. <laughs> okay, so. So Helen sees the guys who were mean to him, and he tells Lyanna, and Lyanna's like, uh, we're going to figure this out, how you can defeat them in the tourney to gain your honor or something. And uh, Helen reads like, uh, this is really nice of you, but I've never been a knight before in my life. We don't have knights in the swamp. I can only ride a boat. I don't really know how I could do this. And they're like, damn, well, we'll think about it. We'll figure out what to do. So Helen, like, at nighttime, he goes to the like shore of the god's eye where the the isle of faces is and he does a prayer to the old gods 
And then the next day, oh, there's a surprise night, a mystery night, who has a a laughing weirwood tree on their shield. And Bran's like, ah, yes, this makes perfect sense. Mystery nights, this is always what happens in a story. (laughs) I love this line. And Bran nodded sagely. This is a classic storytelling device. (laughs) This is the most baby he has been written, like, since book one. It's so funny. It's like, yeah. yes, I know this. I've seen this trope on TV tropes done. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get the other trope, anyway. <laughs> Bran's like, ah, oh, a mystery night. I bet it was the little guy from before. <laughs> He's got, like, the most basic surface level story structure understanding. Yeah. <laughs> I love He's him. like, normal narrative Normal narrative rules would suggest that the, it would be, like, the Cranog man. <laughs> it would be yeah. in, the, in, the, in the suit of armor. So I'm going to assume that's what happened. Narratively, it makes sense. Yeah, he overlooks the clue that the she-wolf can beat three guys with a tawny sword by herself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Also, her shield is a laughing weirwood tree, which, I mean, uh-huh. it's not a wolf, but it's, like, pretty close. <laughs> he overlooks the other clue of the weirwood goddess archetype be- existing. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, doesn't that's know the fine. That's pretty normal. <laughs> Bran's like, ah, but due to my knowledge of the, uh, the weirwood female archetype, I can tell that it was probably the uh, female wolf who was in the armor. <laughs> So anyway, Mira's like, nobody knows who it was. <laughs> no one knows. And so the Mystery Knight challenges the knights of the rude squires and kicks their, all their asses. And then uh, says, you don't need to give me any horses. Just teach your squires not to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, um, girls rock? Uh, Damn, girls rock. Yeah. <laughs> And also, this is such a funny thing to do. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> she just immediately disappears before anyone can yeah. find her. I guess the king gets very mad that there was a mystery night at the tournament because he hates mysteries. Yeah, he's yeah. very like, paranoid. Yeah, you better go and get that night and bring them to me, but the night is gone the next day. Some random guy came up and like beat three guys that I don't care about and have no relation to me. I'm <laughs> This guy's out to get me. <laughs> I'm sending my son. I feel like Bran should, if Bran had any understanding of how stories work, he would also get the clue that the fact that the mystery knight disappeared immediately might indicate that he's not who you think he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it wouldn't matter if it was revealed yeah. to be Helen. Yeah, if it was Helen Reed, he'd take his helmet off and yeah. say, look, I'm the little boy. Haha, <laughs> 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 gotcha. you got beat by a little bog man. Don't you feel vexed? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Aren't you food? Idiots. Do you think, like, most people didn't figure it out? Do you think anyone else actually did figure it out? No, I don't think so, honestly. Only the Starks who know. Yeah. I mean, I feel, like even, I feel like Ned knows, and maybe Ben. Well, yeah. But I feel yeah, like Brand, Brandon is like completely oblivious. He doesn't know that his sister does anything cool. Yeah, Brandon doesn't fucking know anything. Maybe they do think it's interesting to to if we view it well from like a meta lens of how it's like about. Because it's, it's told as, like, a story within the story, where it's, like, like for the way Mira tells, it has become a story, so now there's going to be things like, okay, so there's going to be a twist, it's going to be, like, uh, you know, the person, the, the Mr. Knight isn't who you think the Mr. Knight would be. For those people who are there in the first place, it's not a story, it's just happening. So they're not going to be, like, they're not going to think about it for 
Yeah, so like we get that a little later. Well, like Mira finishes the story and Bran's like, damn, that was a good story, but uh, I have some notes. (laughs) (laughs) Does Bran Bran get that this is about his... No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I feel like if you said yeah. one thing to him, then he, like, if you gave him one tiny it. little clue, he'd be yeah. like, oh. Well, that's, that's why Joe Jink keeps asking him if his dad's ever mm-hmm. told him the yeah. story. Yeah. Well, your dad is in this story. Your dad is a supporting character. <laughs> your dad and, your, and both your uncles and your aunt. They're all in this. Yeah, but uh, he says that the Cranog man should have killed all the, squ- all the knights who were mean to him. <laughs> Mm. And the the mystery knight should win the tourney and name the wolf maid the queen of love and beauty. And Mira's like, uh, mm. foreshadowing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, she pulls her collar and says, Ooh. Ooh, she was the queen of love and beauty. Oops. Ooh. Oops. Yep. Yeah. And nothing bad it happens does, because of it. It does really suck that she gets to be this, like, cool person who then just dies in fucking childbirth. You know, I'm sick of people dying in childbirth. <laughs> God, we're fucking sick of it. No more babies. This is why I'm saying that um, George is an antinatalist. He he acknowledges that um, pregnancy <laughs> is violence against women. And yes. he's coming it's out one of the main pregnancy. themes of the story. Like, this isn't a joke that you're telling. It's true. No. Yeah. Like, literally in Fire and Blood. In Fire and Blood, one of the sisters of the one of the... I can't remember which one. One of the Targaryens who dies. There's so many fucking names. So she many. literally goes and, like, beats up his husband. And is like, this happened because you... Yeah, you she's like, you got my mom pregnant. pregnant and she died. So yeah. if you ever fuck yeah. another woman in your life, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean, it is definitely a, t- a theme. And I guess yeah. George doesn't have kids in real life. So it might be his beliefs. But also at the same time, it's I guess it's also about how, like, this... This was uh, vampire medieval times where, like, childbirth was, like, even riskier, I guess. And, like, where dying of childbirth was, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, it was very common. A very common Mm -hmm. thing, yeah. they didn't wash their hands. I mean, that's, like, all the other things where, like, he's going to turn it up to 11 to make it easier to examine or, like, more obvious. He's kind of made the, like, political fighting and like stuff like that like the power dynamics and stuff more basic yeah. so that they're kind of easier to examine yeah like in and in real life vampire times they did have like conflicts and they did go to war and stuff but not quite this often because i don't think society would have lasted that long probably <laughs> it is interesting though how like Lyanna is like such a central character even though she like died before the book started and means like yeah. comes up in so many chapters and like I, I wish if, I, I like I really wonder if she has like any connection to any of the characters whose parentage is unknown <laughs> I don't mm. know nah uh, yeah she's the aunt of Bran yeah <laughs> yeah she's Bran's aunt she's his yeah. aunt is that not she's important to you are aunts and uncles not important to you now <laughs> that's me aunt Lyanna <laughs> <laughs> She's his aunt! That's what you should have said after you heard the story. That's me, Aunt Liana. Who, who was the Knight of the Laughing Tree? Damn, that was uh, my she's aunt. your aunt. <laughs> this was a pretty good story, George, but I've got some notes for you. They should have said, oh, and it was your aunt. Um, <laughs> and she's his uh, Yeah, and she's his aunt. Yeah, so, okay, we'll just wrap up the chapter real quick. Yeah. Uh, Bran's like, oh, okay. cool story, and he's like, damn. The little... Crynog man got to be a knight. How cool! <laughs> what if I was a knight? Small. Yeah, I would like yeah. to be a knight for one day. That would be fun. And then he's sad and goes to sleep. 
Yeah. Maybe the green yeah. men can fix my leggies. And make me a knight. Interesting. Damn. So, do we think he learned the right lesson from the story? Is this is this what Mira was trying to <laughs> tell him yes. with this? <laughs> oh, the story was about you go to the Isle of Faces and you get to be a knight. That's the moral. The moral is mag- magic is cool and helps you. Magic is cool. Short King's rights. If people are mean to you, hit them with sword. Don't bully. Yeah. Don't be a bully. The porcupine, by the way, is uh, House Blount, so uh, also known bullies. Oh. Oh. Nice. Oh, shit. House Generous Blount. <laughs> Every time it said porcupine night, I kept thinking of um, the TV series of The Witcher where it's got like the hedgehog guy. <laughs> um, Who's the pitchfork knight? The head- House the- Hay. The hedgehog. <laughs> they do be shoveling but hay. Spelled weirdly. H A I G H. Oh, yeah, like hi. hi. Like some oh, okay. small house, like uh, swan through the front. I looked up what a porcupine is, I understand now. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't even know what this is called in normal language. Normal language? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you guys have porcupines. I think they're a North American. Yeah, animal. There's, no, there's no German Wikipedia for this. What the fuck? Porcupine is. is uh... <laughs> Germany hasn't heard of a porcupine. No, it's a, it's a Stachelschwein. It we call it Spike Pig. Okay. <laughs> is, that the same as, is that the same as hedgehog or is it different? Oh yeah, it is a Stachelschwein. Yeah. Well, I guess hedgehog, like that's hog is a pig. That's similar. Oh well, I guess yeah. I guess like Stachelschwein. Hedgehog is, is an like eagle. Wait, a hedgehog and a porcupine yeah. are different. Yeah, yeah porcupine is yeah. the large one. Yeah. But they're yeah, all is... connected through. Pig. But I just wonder if they like the same family or something. <laughs> the porcupine is the aunt of the hedgehog. One can run really fast, and the other one has trouble making friends. Yeah, hedgehogs belong to, like, a different category. Anyway, this story, this chapter, chapter, yeah, it's good. It's pretty good, yeah. I, I love the, like, I love the the first half a lot, where Brand's like, yeah, there's all these people, and then they meet one. Mm. Yeah, he's just a regular just, guy. It's just nice. Yeah. I like he's guy. just a little and he's guy. Like, yeah. Wink, wink, I don't know who you are. I won't tell yeah. anyone. <laughs> Well, he, like, yeah. Bran is, says his King's Road line again, and this guy is like, uh, yeah, there's there's bad guys all over the King's Road asking after people. <laughs> like, Bran still doesn't really get it, but they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's, like, giving them intel. Yeah. He knows quite a lot, mm. this guy. <laughs> yeah. He knows a lot of information, which is interesting. Like, he knows all about, like, the bastard of Bolton and the fact that they thought he was dead but he wasn't and that he's wandering around and he knows all about like what's going on at the watch and the fact that the ravens came back without messages and all that stuff like this guy he he yeah. has like an information network he's on it i mean he is like a nameless guy hiding in a cave uh behind a tree yeah. so he's <laughs> oh, an old okay. he's one of them he's an old god he's styled in he's a metaphor Oh, I hate it when you find out that you're a metaphor. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he gives them last hero food. You just food. think you're a guy. You think you're a guy and it turns out you're a metaphor. He gives them a sausage and oh. 12 cakes or cookies or whatever they are. Scones. Oh, fuck. So he gives them last hero food. But this chapter was like one of those where like even on, on the first read, I was like starting to notice that George is doing like some things. Like with uh, with <laughs> stories and perspectives, you know, because cause like when you sit down, when you're like fucking, I think I yeah I got I got a Game of Thrones for my seventeenth birthday as I 
remembered recently. And, you know, when you just start reading a fantasy book, like as a 17-year-old, you don't, like, really expect there to be, like, some interesting theme stuff. Oh, I mean, I didn't even know what those were. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just said, a theme? wow, cool, cool adventure story. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, cool nights. Yeah, cool night story, yeah. You know, it's D&D do kind of, like, have a point, not that they're actually making on purpose, but it can be learned about from them because like the stuff that they teach you about themes in eighth grade they're like technically themes but they're just like it's like again like the most surface level it's like brand's understanding of themes it's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) and that stuff by itself like i guess it could be not very interesting but it's like these guys like you know just never got past that and they're like that's that's what they thought themes were like hamlet is about revenge and it's bad and that's the only theme and anything else i i don't see it i'm not even sure they get there i think hamlet is just <laughs> no, about maybe. like the, what if you're a danish guy <laughs> there's no themes that's in cringe it. it's just bad. about like God, being a danish if i am a danish guy <laughs> Hamlet's about like what if you're a guy and some fucked up shit happens and that's just what the story's about. The moral so, is don't yeah. don't be Danish. <laughs> <laughs> the moral is wouldn't it be sad if your dad died? That's mm. the moral of the story. God, that would be so sad. Yeah. If my uncle killed my dad and then Hamlet spoilers. Married my mom, <laughs> I would also be upset about it. I would it would also fuck me up. I would also talk to a skeleton. <laughs> it's called, yeah, I guess. That's what we all. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the, the little guy is also in a squirrel skin c- cloak, so. Mm. He's... In Hamlet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds yeah. A, like a lot of work to make a, a cloak out of squirrel skin. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. squirrels. Or maybe it's it's just like I mean, line, it's... aligned with squirrel fur or something like that. Yeah, or it's just like really slutty. it's it's two squirrels for the top and like two squirrels for the bottom like one to cover the front and one Uh to cover (laughs) hot squirrel summer is that anything it's it's just it's just a sock like he wears always stick like the the chili peppers yeah yeah (laughs) it's got like a a sultry tail that covers like the important bits (laughs) (laughs) it's my squirrel thong Damn. All right, do we have any more notes for this chapter? It's good. Yeah. Let's see if I... I really like the chapter. It's really good. There's some stuff about the ice dragon, which when I read, I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. What's this? That's the uh, little dipper. Yeah. Hmm. It's the... uh... Oh, did? The ice dragon, the blue star in the ice dragon's eye points the way north. Does this mean anything? Hmm. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. This is something... It's also like a continuity thing again, because like John talks about it again, like two chapters later, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this like is important d- for I think, later. <laughs> I think reading these chapters the way we do is very interesting, because you really <laughs> see how George gets this idea, and it will be like in three chapters concurrently, or like in two chapters that are very close together. And I think mm-hmm. it is, you know, it's an interesting way to see it because you might not get that if you just read the whole book all in one you wouldn't notice it as much but you really do notice it when we read it like this yeah like how 
Bran says ice and fire are different, and Mira and Jojen say uh, they're the same, actually. No. Ice can burn. Ice can burn. Can it? Yeah, what does that mean? What ice? <laughs> what ice is burning? We've, uh, we're, we, this was like the first chapter in the very first series, or like in the first book. The, that was, that was a whole year ago, yeah. so. The guy was like, nothing burns like the cold. Mm. He opens the book with this. Uh... Well, I would. There is no way that I re- would remember that. Um, <laughs> I do like the line when Jojen says, "If ice can burn, then love and hate can mate. Mountain or marsh, it makes no matter. The land is one. One." His sister agreed, but over wrinkles. <laughs> she hates the mountains. <laughs> yeah, Jojen said, uh, "Enemies to lovers." Israel. I like. It's it's just like jo- Jojen just seems like he's like a bit high and he's like just saying <laughs> stuff. They're just freestyling. He's doing slam poetry. <laughs> Love and hate can mate, man. Mountain and marsh, it's all the same to me. It's like, well, it's not, because you have to walk up and down mm. a mountain, which you don't have to do with a marsh, so it's very different, Jojen, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think about this story, about the uh, tourney and all that? Why oh. the fuck? I wish we learned more about the green man. Come on, George. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just he goes there and he leaves. And Nero says, yeah, they are. It's a different story. Cool. He's yeah, like one of the only people to have gone there. And mm. <laughs> there's been like three other people in all of history remembered. <laughs> mm. Do you think there's like a meta commentary on how Bran is like, no, come on. Tell me more about the green man. And, but that's the point <laughs> that, that it's not about that. Oh and that he yeah, we're all see, like, the main story. And now, yeah, exactly. Like when you read it, you can't tell but not wonder also about the green man. Yeah, no, it, it is, we the audience, we, we open a Game of Thrones, yeah. book one, and say, yeah. show me the story about the knights, and yeah. George is like, there's some yeah. magic, are you interested? No, 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 I want no, the no, knights. Nice, nice. <laughs> there's no, no magic, yeah, please. we're like, show me the story about the knights, and then George is gonna say, there's, there's no such thing as a true knight. There's no, there's no good night. Island of Green Boys. Yeah. Do you want to see uh, about that? Yeah, there's a line about, oh, sometimes the sometimes knights are the knights monsters. knights are the monsters, uh. Jojen really just tweeted it out, huh? <laughs> he really did. We've been saying it. Or wait, like was it Mira? It out. Oh no, Mira said it. It was Mira. Sorry to take oh, yeah, away yeah, women's rights. Mira tweeted it out. <laughs> Sometimes the knights yeah. are the monsters. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sounds like a theme. <laughs> She's right, yeah. I also I like this that. part where Bran tries to imagine what the little Cranog man looks like, and he's like, oh, he looks like Jojen, but older and dressed like Mira. Like, yeah, I bet he does. Yeah, probably. <laughs> But I do, I do actually th- uh, think that the like Bran as the stand-in for like having having a ton of these like uh, important lore backstories revealed in Bran chapters, where Bran just really doesn't either doesn't get it or doesn't care is like really really funny and effective. Like there was there was one in book one where like the children of the forest were like also revealed through a Bran chapter, and there he was also like. The story is boring. <laughs> <laughs> no knights. Cancelled. No Story's bad. Why didn't why wasn't there more murder in this story? Come on, Mira. <laughs> Alright, is that all the notes for this chapter? Yeah. I love Bran. Bran is baby. Bran is baby. Um, He's good. The joys of a this this is really like the ideal of a Bran chapter, I think. Like it doesn't yes. get better than this. Does not get better. Do you better think than it this? means something? 
that he talks about trying to walk into an eagle and then immediately they start talking about Hodo. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, there's probably spoiler stuff, I guess, that we could talk about later with, like, how the, the tourney stuff. But yeah, I think I'm done for that one. Is it my turn? Oh, we, it's your turn. Yeah. We're going to talk about me mate Dave. Onion Dave. Onion Dave. He's still Dave. alive. You know, he seemed like he was in a bad place at the end of the last time we saw him. <laughs> but, you know, he's all Just right. Just can't kill him. He's fine. Yeah. You can't can't keep a good onion boy down. Mm-hmm. You just gotta feed him some nice garlic broth. Delicious. Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. sounds pretty good. <laughs> I love that he just like had a deadly disease and got better in a jail. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's nice it's and a warm. warm jail. Yeah, and they're feeding him good. Yeah, and there's plenty of rats. Yeah, maybe the prison industrial complex is good. He got leached. Mister Bellus was tending to him and stuff. Yeah, they leached him. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good for you, right? It's good for you. The leeches know which blood is bad. Yeah, <laughs> they do. If it tastes you good, it's bad. Yeah, they only like the bad blood. Anyway, Davos is in baby jail, and uh, it's like he's in a volcano, and he's like, oh man, it's hot down here. It's like a volcano down here. <laughs> Feels like I'm being smelted in a furnace of Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on- onions should be started at a cool place, not a warm one. <laughs> Roast onion. Uh, baked onion. Starting to flake. Yeah. Yeah, so he, like, had his cough and his fever and all that, but he's better now. I would say I don't think I'd like waking up and knowing I've been leeched, because there's leech marks. But That's like, not scary. That's, That's like a vampire, vampire attack. Yeah, they'd, uh, they'd been taking care of him, and he doesn't really, like, put this together that this is, like, better treatment that he's gotten in other, in other jails that he's been in, and maybe they aren't trying to just kill him or let him die. But he's, uh, it's all, it's very dark. There's, like, just a torch for light. He's got some, two goalers to watch over him. Is that how you say it? Gowlers, I don't know. It's jailers. It's jailers. No, gailers. It's jail. It's jail. It's pronounced jail. Why is it spelled jail? Why not just use the regular jail word? That's just, that's an old, that's the old-timey way of spelling jail. I hate George sometimes. I feel like I knew that at one point, (laughs) but then I forgot. George does this this on purpose for, like, the second language English speakers. Yeah. Hey, we've got two words that mean the same fucking thing, but they're spelled different and sound the exact same. Yeah. No (laughs) goal. But it's spelled in, like, the most unintuitive way, like... If you don't know, you would never guess that it's spelled like that. Jail. Oh yeah. When does a G make yeah, a? It's just. It's just. It's just the old British way of saying it. Of spelling it. I don't know why. I'm glad we've evolved past that. <laughs> uh, we learn a lot about his two jailers. They feed him nice, tasty food. One of them's nice. He feeds the rats. He's cute. I like him. Uh, he's nice. And the other one is. How just like... I am Emmanuel. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, I, apparently it's the uh, it's the original way because it comes from the Middle English "gaol," spelled G-A-Y-O-L-E, or jail. So jail with the J came from this word, which was first. Uh, obviously, right. like that, yeah. I, I would have guessed that, that <laughs> it's the original yeah, it's way, but still there's like no way to put it this way in a book that is written in 2000. Listen... Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, he 
he spells it different like for it. the the old English flair. He's like it's like when he does other shit like that, like spelling sir s e r for no reason. Yeah. yeah, he loves that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, but like the, the sir thing, I picked up on that immediately as I was reading it. Even though I thought for a while that he just came up with that uh, to be quirky. I mean, they still. I think it's just because like in this country that I'm in, they still spell some jails with the G O L. Mm. Like if it's the name of a place, they'll spell it like that. So I never thought about it. But I will say, like, hearing it said as jailers kind of demystifies it to me, or, like, de- <laughs> it, it loses that flavor of, uh, oh, this is, this is, I guess, just a word that I don't know, that is, that I, I would have, I, I think I read it as gayolas, because that's Yeah, that's, spelled. me too, I mean, yeah. I just read it as As I, as I said on the Discord. I, I just <laughs> I switched to A and O in my mind. Goalers. That would yeah, be they're guarding if, the goal. Uh, they're like goalkeepers, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, this is very wild to me. I would like uh, Davos to just have a nice uh, football game with the lads. Yeah. <laughs> they're like a goalkeeper, but yeah. the opposite, where they're yeah. trying to keep the ball in the net. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, as I did say in the Discord, I have been pronouncing damp hair like damn fire in my head every yeah. single time, and I can't make myself stop. <laughs> um, I used so. to do that, yeah. That's how, when I first heard the word briefly, I thought it was briefly. And now I kind of think about that. Briefly. Briefly. That's pretty good. You don't want that on your cheese. I don't know. I was like (laughs) eight. Yeah. (laughs) Why did they throw a stick of brie? Yeah, to see (laughs) the briefless. Okay, whatever. He's got two jailers. One's nice, one's not. The other, one of them is like, he's got the uh, white like soiled white drip like the 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 you know we've seen this before with a person wearing a white like doublet or whatever the fuck but it's soiled and it's got a ring of stars on it so he's i guess he's like another i don't know why it doesn't really i don't get that much he's just another for fun (laughs) he's just Just, there yeah just threw in another yeah yeah don't worry about it and uh and he's also the older one so yeah anyway Davos is pretty bored. He like asks them questions, but they won't talk to him. He called him. Calls him the other Gola, or the Jailer. Mm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I I just yeah. call him Golas from now on. Yeah, same. The goalie. I, I can't switch. The goalie. The other goalie. Yeah, yeah the goalie. Yeah. I I can't believe this. This is a revelation. <laughs> the other gay. The other gay Ollie. Yeah, the other gay lord. Uh-huh. Gay Ollie is when you're on a skateboard and yeah. you're a man who does The, the skateboard gay. anime that I've been telling you guys about. They only do gay <laughs> Ollies. <laughs> yeah. Whenever Sam was trudging through the snow, he's, he'd imagine John going, Hey, Sam, watch me gay Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the the TV show character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the no, guy that they invented that. for Loris to have sex with, his name was Gay Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Gay Ollie Var. Yeah. No, Gay Ollie was the child drunk killed for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he killed a child. <laughs> he killed him because he was gay, though. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, it's a typical Westerosy thing to do. Yeah. John, John does not have a very pretty boyfriend who lives at the wall with him. Don't even ask about it. That, that's satin. I'm glad Lamprey Pie is this back. This chapter's going to take 40 minutes to. Yeah, we're one page in. 
Alright, Davos thinks they're keeping me alive. He thinks it's because they're going to burn him. Uh, or he's scared of that. And he said I should have just died on my rock and fed the crabs instead of feeding fire. That'd be better. Then, suddenly, Melisandre appears. And she says, hi, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's what's good, Melisandre? Have you heard about this? <laughs> you want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you came to kill me. That was bad. We should have sex yeah. so that we can make a horrible shadow child. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make a new baby. <laughs> I'm sorry that all your children are dead. Stannis' dick stopped working, but yours is so Stannis, good. Stannis has a floppy fish. <laughs> I've slurped Stannis off so hard. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm just checking in on you. Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. He's like, my king, my son, <laughs> I need them. Have you come to burn me? And she's just like, oh, this place sucks, doesn't it? Huh? Damn. Uh. That's weird. You ever get hit on by your boyfriend's girlfriend and you're like, Dad, it's awkward. <laughs> Have you decided you like fire yet? Like, this torch here is really nice. Do you want me to put it out, though? Do you like it? He says, no, I need it. He's doing, like, elementary school level role or religious education. With, oh, do you see the light? Do you like it? <laughs> and good, he right? says Spongebob voice I need it <laughs> Melisandre's just like singing this little light yeah. of mine and it's like listen you got it <laughs> did I tell you about the Hungarian version of that song you did in who watches oh, the watch okay. talk about that <laughs> it's just, I do remember I, I just really like I keep thinking about the like signs we had to do like it, for, for that song like first we were like we're showing a finger which is the little light yeah uh, and then and then you hide it under a bushel and then you hide it and then there's the the third verse which is like not even satan can stop stop me and then we make like a make like a hand sign where we like act like a monster because that's satan oh you get to be uh. satan in hungaria yeah <laughs> hungaria yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. Like, that's that's kind of what mel talks about in this one like she says there's uh there's the light, and then there's, like, the Satan on the other hand, and there's just these two. Yeah, there's not seven gods, idiot. There's two. Mm. And one is fucking evil. <laughs> it's evil. <laughs> everywhere. There's only good and bad. The warrior between them exists everywhere. Between men and women? And light yeah. and dark? <laughs> what? Which one is evil there, Mel? Yeah. Tell me yeah. the answer. Well, one of these is not she's, like the others. I don't she's, know. she's pulling out the John Peterson here. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't put something bitter and something sweet together. That's never no. happened. So they're opposite. There's the chaos forces. dragon, and there's the order father that <laughs> should rule you. Yeah, there are two wolves inside yeah. you. One is evil. One mm-hmm. is good. One is bitter, and one is sweet. <laughs> there's only two tastes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Davos is like, what about salty? And she just slaps him. What about umami? (laughs) Yeah. And she says, oh, umami, you want to have sex after all? No! (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the the worst jokes we had on this podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. We have a lot of competition as well. I will say that um, Mel is wrong here because she's like, there's the Lord of Light, Heart of Fire, and the Darkness, Ice, which means she's missing out one of the magic systems, which is the green magic. Yeah, so she hasn't heard about green. She hasn't been like 
she knows some myth stuff, but like not enough. Which we know because she thinks Azora High is good, so that's cringe. She doesn't know about like the Rhinish water wizards, the waterbenders or whatever. No. no, I mean she's she's like wrong about all of this. Like she's wrong about all of, <laughs> none of these binaries make sense. Like literally uh, in the last chapter, Mira and Jojen told us that there is no difference between good and bad things, and Mel's here uh, to say actually, actually they're she, they different. didn't say that. They just said that they can fuck. Mm. They can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that if hypothetically you were fire aligned and you you, you met now, a guy who was like ice aligned for the sake of argument. Could, like, now let's say. <laughs> <laughs> then let's say that you were related. She's like you wanted to burn. The down. night. She's like the night is dark and full of terrors. The day is bright and beautiful and full of hope. But mm. like, there is still like fucking the afternoon where it's like, you know, getting darker but still not dark. Right? Like that's mm. still gotta exist in. Yeah, in I've read Twilight. Place. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's none of these binaries are like a thing. Like. There's bitter and sweet, and there's also sweet and sour. Come on. Like, she's so old, and yet she doesn't know the stuff that Mira knows, so I think that's pretty embarrassing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's a lot to think about, honestly. Like, that's... Yeah. Damn. She does grope him. (laughs) She just kind of just touches his chest. I don't know. She grabs his tip. (laughs) She grabs his tip. Twists his nipple. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So yeah, she asked him, so are you good or bad? Is your heart burning with fire that's good? Or is it full of worms and cold and black? And he says, I'm doubtful. And she says, well, at least I, you didn't lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that's neither of them now. What? <laughs> yeah. Why did you want to kill Emmy? And she says, he said, uh... I'll tell you if you tell me who betrayed me. And she says, uh, I just saw it in my, my cool fires. They told me nobody betrayed you. And he says, well, that's nice. That I love Salvador. that he's like, oh, thank God my boyfriend didn't betray me. He is so relieved. Yeah, yeah like this is more Salados and Davos' ex-boyfriends confirmed. Like he yeah. is so relieved that he wasn't betrayed. Mm-hmm. And he calls him Sala again. He does. Fucking gay little love bitch. to see it. But he is like, wait, it's pretty creepy that she could just see shit in the fire. So, uh, and he like accuses her of sending the wildfire to kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, nah, that shit was green, dude. Yeah, actually, <laughs> there count. are yeah. different kinds of fire. That was dark fire, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and my shadow is a light baby. <laughs> yeah, Stannis kept me away because his pride was stronger than his faith but now he's learned his lesson for sure, for real for sure <laughs> now he has no juice left in his body and i'm ruling the kingdom in this place um stannis only had three nuts in him and he is you know one was shireen was the first shadow baby then there was the second shadow baby and now he's all out I mean, and i need like know, a new nut production it's just um, like Tormund farm. said you know use it or lose it and he hasn't been fucking enough <laughs> yeah. He has, like, the lowest sperm count um, of any of the prospective kings of Westeros. I think Stannis just doesn't like to fuck. Yeah, he just told... He was like, oh, I'm so tired, Mel. Uh, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. They, uh, I think they wanna... still have sex, but she just doesn't do whatever extra magic you do to, like... Yeah, I know. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they still have yeah. sex. I don't, I don't I think, think they, they do. I don't think they do. I don't think that... Stannis would like to do that without a reason. 
Maybe. I don't know. I've been really... I, I've been back and forth He's on that. He's calling it his duty. Like, spoilers. There's a line later whenever she says, like, my bed has seen little use now that Stannis is not here. And that's, like, yeah. late... That's in book five, so it's oh, like... That's true. I mean, maybe they just cuddle. That's because they, like, bounce on the bed together. <laughs> <laughs> they have pillow fights. Yeah. He's just very cold, and she warms him. Oh, I bet. That's nice. She is really warm. Yeah. I'd like that for them. Yeah, she's really warm. Meet me a girl like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine, like, you touch feet, but it's not cold. <laughs> oh, yeah? You want me to imagine feet? <laughs> you had me had to imagine you touch feet. <laughs> Just what like, if he's like he wanted mulled wine and like she put her hand out and boiled it for him oh. like the mermaid? <laughs> that would be nice. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> Melisandre gives her like thesis on theology and politics and and stuff and says like you know I didn't just pick Stannis for no reason. I don't give a shit about like these wars between you know Lannister and whoever. I don't care. But this guy, Stannis, is the Lord's chosen, the warrior fire. He's going to be fighting, he's going to be leading the war against all of evil. So that's why I care. And if you want to help, then you can. And you're gonna, no matter what, actually. So jot that down. And I'll leave you the torch. Bye. Also, this cool line about even an ember in the ashes can still ignite a great blaze. So then Davos is alone again and thinking about duality, and uh, <laughs> she he's like, I don't know, I've, uh, she has some points with being able to see visions in the fire and stuff, but I don't know if I agree with her all the time. So then he goes to sleep. And then three days later, another scene happens, and this time there's another like guy bring, being dragged down here. It's oh my god. Alistair Florent? Alistair Florent cringe compilation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's being dragged down here by his brother, Axel. Are they brothers? Wait, yeah. They're... Yeah, they're both uh, Florence. Yeah. Are they they're cousins Florence, or brothers? I don't know how they're Or related. nephew and uncle? I thought it was that, but then they're like, the guy who's in jail has like kids and stuff, so I don't know. I think they're brothers. Two Alistair brothers. <laughs> <laughs> They're just called, this is just called two brothers. <laughs> two brothers. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for a for a family tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're brothers. They're mm. brothers. Okay, cool. This is, I, I guess this fits with um, Mal's entire philosophy. Like, there's two of them. Right. Mm. <laughs> what if it's first brothers? The good one, one and the bad Alistair, one. The one is yeah. Axel. <laughs> Axel is a very funny name. I, th I think you've said this, but it is. Axel. Alistair is pleading. He says, like, brother. Hey, he's literally, you just realized Florence, that's like flowers. There's literally Axel Rose. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, no, he is. His brother is, like, throwing him in jail. And Alistair is, like, cursing them and asking to see the queen and stuff like that. And so they throw him in Davos's cell. Davos is recognizes him as uh, Alistair Florent after he's like shouting that he's the king's hand and stuff and they, they can't do this and he's like oh you're the onion man you tried to murder Melisandre <laughs> <laughs> and Davos just says hey you had a cool outfit once and <laughs> Alistair's like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry for not looking cool. They, I lost all my stuff in the battle. <laughs> it took my whole closet. It sucked. Yeah, he's, he's like, please, please uh, excuse my Daisha bill. My velvet clothes were stolen from me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I only get to keep where my where my rings and Davos is like, oh, he's does have some rings. I ain't even got fingers. I don't fingers. have fingers or yeah. sons. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this guy's like, oh, at least I have my rings. That was just like, I've never oh, had rings. Thanks. I don't have fingers. Damn. This is just, you know, I'm not that sad about it, man. <laughs> I like actually want to read this whole thing out because it's so good. It just says, no it's doubt so some funny. cook's boy or groom is prancing around King's Landing just now in my slashed velvet doublet and jeweled <laughs> cloak. And <laughs> but war has its it horrors like as all Men, no, no doubt you oh suffered your own losses. That's the horror of war. <laughs> Saying a guy stole my clothes or war has its horrors is just the funniest thing <laughs> possible. So says, my ship, all my men, four of my sons. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. uh... Damn. Uh, he like I almost lost, gets I, it. I lost a nephew. I, guess. I lost oh, my shitty shit. nephew that made us lose the whole naval battle because he's a fucking idiot and didn't like look at the boom chain and think at all. Always gets mad again <laughs> at that one ship. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. God, we hate that ship. Don't tell us the name of it again, Davos. Please. <laughs> he's gonna do it. He's gonna tell you about the ship. <laughs> yeah. So. He says, why are you in jail? He says, um, I, like, tried, I, I think the war is over, and I tried to make a peace, and I told them that we'd apologize for telling lies about Joffrey and whatever, and also <laughs> I promised Shireen to marry Tommen. And <laughs> Davos is like, I did a bunch of shit. <laughs> Davos is like, uh, you're an idiot, and Stannis, like, can't quit, number one. He never quits. Number two, he will never he would never lie and never he will lies. always tell the truth. And also number three will never marry his daughter to a bastard born of incest monster. So jot that down. So you've <laughs> you done fucked up and he's like, Well I mean we're fucked then. He he has no choice. So he says, Well, he can still die a king and cool. Alistair's like all of us with him and he's like well I'm a king's man maybe not. that's what happens when you do a war dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like part of the deal yeah, yeah. The, these guys have like forgotten like everyone has just been switching sides over and over like oh this guy's winning okay I'm on your side oh no and now I'm on your side they've forgotten that you can like <laughs> pick a guy and stay with him yeah, yeah and I mean this is you know this is pretty foreshadowing for like what's gonna happen in like immediate next chapter i think um where it's just like oh this hand is pretty shitty and has done a bad job and doesn't understand stannis at all but like davos understands stannis and he knows what he believes and he understands his character far better just interesting just mm -hmm. a thought <laughs> just a thought i think that tommen and shireen would be cute friends yeah yeah <laughs> i think so yeah <laughs> they're cousins technically not mm. nope yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Who it? Who isn't? I do like to like. Yeah, like even if the Tommen's dad really was Robert, like you'd be marrying cousins, like first yeah. cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like a little. That's like I don't know. Tywin did that. Um, 
Who else? It's not unusual. It's not unusual <laughs> to marry Listen. your cousin. <laughs> it's not unusual. <laughs> What's you, Pussica? <laughs> Have fun with a cousin. Alright, uh, there's also something I missed that Alistair is talking about how, like, now that Stannis has no options, they're talking about, like, waking a stone dragon and its madness, and mm. did we no- learn nothing from all the Targaryens that, like, killed themselves trying to do this, and also, who are the nine ma- the nine mages? I don't know who those are. Yeah, the nine mages, and also Summerhall, which, like, yeah... Yeah. Summer Hall, where Egg posted cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is why Stalinism doesn't work. Anyway. <laughs> that's pretty much the end of the chapter. Wait, you forgot mm. about how he starts like, shooting and farting. Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, he doesn't. No, but it ends with the line and then crying. began to weep. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also really a stinky funny. bucket that he doesn't like. Yeah, he's like, we have to shit in a bucket, but I'm highborn. <laughs> and Davos is like, yeah, also, there's, fine. there's also the very funny line, a vein throbbed in Florence's forehead. <laughs> yuck. His vein, kid. Yeah, Davos asked him, like, what, did he, what terms did you offer? And he suddenly doesn't want to talk about it and starts looking at the poop. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I think this, this is so funny, just Davos talking to this guy, because... Davos has been like, I did what I did for the king. I'm going to kill Melisandre. Yes, I did it. And I'd do it again. And then as soon as this guy comes, he's like, I hate you. (laughs) He's so disconnected from it. He's like, listen, you have no sympathy for me. I would never betray Stannis the way you did. Listen, I betrayed him in a different way, but like for the (laughs) right reasons. Yeah, right reasons. It's so good. Yeah, he hates this guy so much. I love how Alistair is like the most like, comedically incompetent guy that can <laughs> I'm sure he's like a fine administrator or something yeah, cool. <laughs> this guy does not understand his guy I'm, I'm sure he'd be dressing <laughs> yeah I do think like I don't think it's even just Stannis as well like I think if you're the hand of the king yeah you shouldn't be doing this shit kings, you, you can't just go I'm gonna make up some terms and send a letter secretly yeah. on my own like any king is gonna be I'm gonna try to end the war that my king started Without his leave. It's kind of an important one. Look, he, he wasn't dressed for the job, and then you can't do yeah. it. <laughs> nah, yeah. I do understand him being upset about his velvet cloak. Like, you know, it sounds pretty sick. Yeah, so. it happened to all of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's almost as bad as losing four of your sons. Mm. <laughs> I think, I think so. <laughs> I mean, your clothes are your sons, right? If you think about it. Yeah. Especially for you, you think Chaz. about it, clothes... Because they're kind of like your children, yeah, you, so you, you don't them, want to lose them. Yeah. Like, yeah. for me, if I'm... Because I'm... Yeah. Eight and, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, what, if, what if you lost dress. four of your fancy pants? Yeah. A tragedy. If I lost my fancy pants, listen. <laughs> I would be pretty upset. Your, your black and white pants? I, I think I about those like... all the time, Chaz. Those are great pants. <laughs> Thank you. I was very proud of them. Um, and I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to lose them. Yeah. So if I was in a cell, I would tell the guy I was with. I'd be like, I used to have these really cool pants. <laughs> one was black. One was white. I made them from crepe back satin. They took ages, and uh, I lost them. And he was like, I lost my sons. I'd be yeah, like, but yeah, those it's are the same. You still have your pants. Same. Yeah. yeah and, and to be honest, it was a lot easier to make those sons than it was yeah. those pants. Everyone can make sons. 
a lot less time involved to be what honest if... on like his behalf. You tell the guy like, you know, that you lost oh, you your pants and he's like I bleeded out of my hands making these pants. <laughs> you tell the guy that you lost your pants and he's like, Ah, I lost my sons and he's wearing your pants. <laughs> you cut out so yeah. I didn't hear your joke. You cut out the important part. <laughs> okay. Chaz, Chaz is in the jail, and she's like, damn, I lost my really good pants. And the guy's like, ugh, whatever, I lost my sons. And then you look over at the guy, and he's wearing your pants. He <laughs> 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 looks at me, and I'm wearing his... <laughs> damn, what if Davos was wearing the, the slashed velvet doublet? <laughs> That'd be so good. Like, he's so like, oh, epic. I found it. He found it in the um in the in water, the it, like washed yeah. up on the rock, and he was like wearing it to keep him warm. <laughs> he's like still wearing it. <laughs> that would be a great George. Why didn't you do that? Yeah, I think Stannis, not Stannis, Davos is really epic in this chapter. Like after this chapter, I don't, I don't get how you can be hate Davos. His chapters are boring. Nobody would yeah. say that. No. Uh, because that's that's fake. Like, and he's just it's just really good how he owns Alistair in this one. I think I love Davos chapters. That's some of my favorites. They're good. Like, yeah, I get so them. excited that we get a Davos chapter, and it did not disappoint. Yeah. Yeah, we love a man whose heart is full of doubts. Mm. Yeah, I just like how he is extremely like I don't know. Like he is, he's sort of like Brienne in some ways, in that he's very very principled. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much like all the time and he lives according to a very strict like set of principles but then his are just like slightly different and i do like that he is this common guy who's like suffered a lot by being stannis's dude like he's he's lost a lot and he's just a guy but then i guess like everyone's always losing stuff but we really get it from his perspective and you know he's the only non-nobility point of view character we have which yeah it's good i love davos a great guy mm-hmm I like his struggle. I like that he hates Melisandre. I think it's... I mean, I know everyone kind of hates Melisandre. Um, <laughs> Not everyone. Like, half of the dudes I guess the love don't. him. Love She's her. very sexy. Yeah. Hmm. She is very sexy, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's nice that he doesn't like Melisandre because he cares about Stannis. Like, yeah. rather than just being like, Dude, I hate her because she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's too powerful and she's scary. It's very interesting that Mel was like, do you want to fuck? Like, did she think that was going to work? I don't know. Was it an intimidation strategy or did she, like, really want him to fuck her? She, and just, make a shadow she baby? just needs some juice. For, for what purpose? For it. What would she like, be who, using the shadow baby for right like, now? Like, who, who's, who's nearby that know. they can send a shadow baby to kill, right? I mean, does it have to be mm. nearby? Well, yeah, like because that. they had to... Oh, I guess I guess there was boards on the it castle. It was because of the magic walls. Yeah. But also, we don't know how long they last. It seems like they go... They go I, I assume they could last through the night, which is dark mm. and full of terrors. So just yeah. however far it could go in a night. I mean, they could probably get to King's Landing from Dragonstone. Yeah, I think so. Get it in within a night. You're, like, walking along the King's Road, and there's just a shadow, like, trudging <laughs> to King's Landing. <laughs> It's like kind of bored. It's like this oh. has been a long walk. I'm just I want to get there and get the job Somebody done. Somebody tell me a story. Yeah. 
I mean, like, Pilot, or Crescent didn't hate her just because she was hot. He also had the same kind of <laughs> deal where he thought that she was, like, corrupting Stannis. But... Yeah, but he also kind of hated her because she was hot. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah if, for sure. I guess Davos hates her for the same reason or whatever, but, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I love Melisandre. Uh, I also think she's, like, super wrong in this chapter, but it's yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, she can still learn. Uh, everyone has been all of us have been wrong at one point so no yeah you have been wrong a ton of times <laughs> i've never been wrong, <laughs> so you've been wrong about what christopher walken's voice sounds like come on okay okay that's the one time <laughs> <laughs> all right notes for this chapter what do we think good good, good, chapter. good chapter there's this part where they say dragonstone was built with the stones of hell is hell real now Hell was real in like the, the last seven chapter. Like yeah. hell keeps hell keeps coming up. I'm I'm always like I feel like in the Danny chapter there was like a line that was like like a demon from hell and I'm like what? Yeah, well hell is real like, for the like a demon from Christian. But I feel like I haven't heard about uh, Western Westeros hell. I feel like Ned says seven hells a few times. times. Yeah. yeah, they say they have seven hells mm. and half. But they don't like to talk about fire. what it means. Like I feel like they never say like oh you're going to hell, do they? I'm um, I but... think there there are a few instances. <laughs> Remember that, yeah. when John says seven hells? In yeah, the show? He, does. <laughs> he would not say that. He doesn't. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to see how many mentions of hell are without seven. But yeah, usually it's like seven hells. Are they like Dante's rings? You know, like different different levels. Or does every every god has has their own hell? That's kind of cool. It's like, it's like having a holiday home. Yeah. I was just searching for a hell. Like, there's an Arya chapter in, in a Game of Thrones that has the line. Uh, yeah, huge stones had been. This is like the one where she's like lost in the catacombs and went and nothing went to fell in King's Landing or whatever, like in the, in the she, secret tunnels. Yeah, secret tunnels. And it says, huge stones had been set into the curving walls as steps circling down and down, dark as the steps to hell that old Nan used to tell them of. Nice. There's the steps to hell. There's so much about hell, like just like casually mentioned. And it's never it's, expla- like, explained. It's all different like, hells too, like different conceptions of hell. I think I'm gonna have to buy um, the fucking world of ice and fire thing just in case. To learn about this information, and in, you know, just like give me a description of hell so I can get it straight in my mind. You know, it yeah. doesn't have it. I don't think there's okay. been like a, a Dante for uh, or not. Is that the writer? What's his? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's nobody that's like uh, wrote a yeah, fanfic about themselves and like some great <laughs> poet from history to go down into the seven real hells. Well, I, bet, I bet there's a song about it somewhere, you know. One of them have got like a, a song about Because there's got to be like Maybe. some sort of Orpheus style song, right? In Westeros, you know, they've got every other myth. So <laughs> Maybe like Ryman the Rhymer is like yeah. uh, writing a song about it. But. Uh, the dragonstone being built out of the stones of hell is just like this is the fire moon that's you know that's yeah. the that's hell yeah but it seems it seems to be like it's, it's mostly said seven hells but so, but there's there's like enough mentions of just hell yeah it's like yeah. on its own like it, like it, it seems to be place. used interchangeably yeah. uh, whether it's mm. uh, seven hells or uh, on the way to hell or like uh, Dragonstone, not Dragonstone. What's it called? Uh, what the fuck? The Blackwater. Yeah, in the Blackwater chapter, there's a line that yeah. it's like uh, the mouth of hell. Turn yeah. to the mouth of hell. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder what hell it... It, it kind of sounds like, like a Greek kind of hell most of the yeah. time. But I'm yeah, I'm not really sure. I wish George would explain it better. Do they have heaven? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only hell. <laughs> Only hell. <Yeah. laughs> Only hell. That's very Greek. That's very like, you know, you have the underworlds and there's like different levels, but it's all the underworld. Yeah, you just... I mean, You're buried this... in the earth and you go down there and like no, that's where... No, because there's this line later in this chapter that says, may the father judge them justly is part of the thing you say when someone dies. Mm. So what does that mean? The father's got... He's, like, got the weighing scales that he puts you on. Yeah, but, like, judge ju- decides where? which Judge to where? Which of the hells? Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, so you get, like, the shitty hells, which is, like, you know, the fucking father. He wants to go to the father's hell. That sounds cringe. Um, and you've got, like, the crone's hell, which is, like, kind of lame. But you got to go to the smith's hell, and that's, like, pretty cool. And, you know, <laughs> if you go to the mother's hell, that's, like, medium... I think the Maidens one's pretty good. Um, but, you know, I haven't been for a while, so it might have changed since I was last there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, in, nah, you don't want to go back there. Maiden Hell has, uh, you know... They've it's really like, Yeah. It's full of unicorns, yeah. <laughs> it's not the same as it used to be, dude. Yeah. Well, maiden's going downhill these days. Now the Stranger yeah. Hell. Oh, now that's the Stranger Hell. Now that's got some wild shit going on, yeah. Yeah, that's like nobody, don't keep it a secret, because it's kind of... You know, yeah, yeah. DL. It's yeah. under the radar right now, and we don't want too many people finding out. It's underground. There's a few mentions of heaven and the heavens, but I don't know. The hmm. heavens, but does it mean the heavens is in like the stars? Because that's like another thing. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's like. Right. The Dothraki of heaven. Yeah, but it's just like the great stench rose to heaven uh, in a Tyrion chapter. Uh, there's see how it unfurls across the heavens. Like that's that's I guess. Yeah, just that's the sky. a little different. That's just yeah. the sky. Yeah. I mean, this is whenever people thought heaven was actually just up there, and they saw it. They could see heaven right there. Oh. Yeah, it's it's there. Oh. There it is. <laughs> Hello, God. I can see you. It's the stars, and those are my ancestors, and they are watching me. Wait, which John are we? Oh, <laughs> right at the beginning of the John chapter, we're gonna talk about has the line. Uh, he had learned the names of the twelve houses of heaven. Yeah, that's the zodiac. Oh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's, okay, astrology, I guess. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we should, it basically just telling us that we should think of the, like, melted, you know, the architecture is made out of the, like, melted stone that the dragons burned fire on, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is, like, anything that the meteors hit becomes, uh, like, like it also, and then it's also a door to hell now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I just, I just want to know more about the hell. Is all I'm saying. I feel like George is like just saying like, "Oh, you know hell," and not you know, examining hell. it further and telling me what they think about hell in this universe. You know, because uh. the religion is very different. I mean, he does that with a lot of stuff, and some of it's because he's like has just a couple indicators about like what real world traditions he's pointing to or mm-hmm. towards. I feel like he's not helping me enough with this. Yeah, because there's a lot of kinds of hell. There are. Mm-hmm. Now, more importantly, what kind of hell is John in right now? Yeah, let's talk about John. <laughs> are, are, are we ready for John chapter? Please. Okay. Yeah, this, let's go. This is going to be a long episode. There is, a, there is a lot going on in this first paragraph, I think, mythology-wise. <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have to confirm. I don't know about this one. It's pretty good. Oh, do you like it? Do you like it when there's an ice dragon and a shadow cat and a moon maid? 
at the start of the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sean's looking for Whenever a ghost. they tell me the the stallion is called the Horn Lord by the Wildlings, I'm like, hmm, mm. we know about mm. a stallion and we know about a Horn Lord. Mm-hmm. Those are the same thing. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Mm. The stallion that mounts the world has horns. Interesting. 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, it's the just thi- like, the thief Jonathan, is in like moon what story wise, we can talk about what the mythology or the astrology behind this is, I guess. Uh, but hey, whenever the smith, is, the smith is called the thief thing, but or the red wanderer yeah. that is sacred to the smith, which is probably Mars. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely Mars. <laughs> uh, it's symbolically also the red comet, but it's now a thief. Yeah according to the wildlings wow. and whenever it's in the moon made you can get that's laid. a good time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah exactly like that's basically fart. what's what's happening here story-wise like if we look past the exact mythology it's uh john and Igrit are looking up at the sky and Igrit tells him hey astrology is telling me this is a good time to fuck did, did you know we're married <laughs> John says you're always saying that. Yeah. You know, when I look at my, when that I look every at my day. astrology, it tells me similar things. <laughs> and then I was okay. We don't need to talk about this, but John is comparing uh, Igrit to Arya once again. Very cool. Oh, uh, he did it again. <laughs> did it again. Oh man, George, you can't this. keep getting away with this. George. The, the line there where he's like thinking about Arya and he's like, is she still my sister? Was she ever? I was like, okay. <laughs> John, please. Oh, yeah, She's he's your talking sister. about how now that I've joined the Night's Watch, I have been in my family and now I don't have any siblings and anymore. Uh, I've lost all of them. Arya's not my sister anymore. And also, I have also abandoned the Night's Watch by this point. So, like, what's, what's even going on with me, family wise? Uh, and then I was losing my mind at the next part because. He sends away his wolf. He has a wife yeah. and I think he has to send away his wolf. Yes! <laughs> what am I telling you people? <laughs> it is true, is the thing. Like, it's been true every single time so far. It's incredible. Why is no one talking about this? Mm. Emmanuel is suspiciously silent on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I never doubted that part of it. It's just like... <laughs> if you have a wife, you can't have a wolf. I can't even, like, remember, like, I can't, I know that part. That part makes sense. But the parts that didn't make sense to me were, I can't even, like, like, it's I sword. can't even. Do you have a wolf, a, a wife, wolf, or a sword? A wolf and is the a same. sword. You can only have one. But they still have, he still is a sword. Yeah, but the wolf but is like, the sword. only kind of. <laughs> yeah. I can't, a wife, you can't have a wolf? <laughs> I don't know. You guys, y'all just said so much shit that like I don't even like <laughs> couldn't put it together. And like the first, okay. the starting so premise say, is simple you can enough. Say, Turn the battlefield know, ninety yeah, degrees, but as soon as we feels. say wolf wife sword, then that's not that's nonsense. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> Arya can yeah, have I'm a gonna, wife. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn the wolf ninety degrees a little bit later. You're gonna <laughs> now it's see a sword. It. Sure. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna. God. Should we make like a Twitter poll uh, and like which of these do you understand <laughs> turning the battlefield 90 degrees or wolf wife sword? We should make a, a Twitter poll that's just wolf wife sword. Oh, that's very Don't good. Pick do which that. one? Okay, yeah, do that. I mean, wife will win, but yeah. we gotta give it. I hope yeah. so. Well, let's see. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the furries will pull through. I would vote for wolf. 
Furries love wives too, though. That's thing. true. Damn. Furries love swords too, honestly. Who doesn't? Honestly. <laughs> they're all good things. They're all like good options. Yeah, that's why it's hard to choose. That's why. Yeah. That's where all the drama comes from in A Song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> well, it's hard to choose. The, the, Lyanna had, Lyanna had to. Oh, I guess that's a spoiler. <laughs> you just have to get a werewolf wife and then give a her your sword. Wife. No, you cannot give no. a wife your sword. It's very L- bad. Lyanna. Lyanna had to die because she was a wolf and a sword, and then she, they tried to make her wife, and that was too many. Oh my <laughs> god, <died>. you're right. <laughs> you ever think about how giving a, a woman your sword, uh, sword as a weapon or sword as a dick, both kill them? I wonder if this means yeah. anything. Mm. No, well, no, no I just meant like like hand it to her. Mm-mm. Like actually you just gift it to her, it to not, her, not in a violent way. You cannot hand it to her. Under no circumstances do you got to handle it. Because it's a wolf. You can't have a wife and a wolf. But she has it. It's not mine anymore. Mm. But then she's not yours anymore either. Is taking the strap symbolically like handing your wife a sword? (laughs) Yes. But then your wife has a wolf and she doesn't need you. Damn. Uh, Okay, we're like one paragraph into this chapter. It's a dense But this was important to talk about, I think. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he sends his his, uh, wolf away. uh, He talks uh, to to Ghost like he's a person. He cups his head, which is the cutest thing I've ever heard. He, like, holds him by the cheeks and he's like, Ghost, you have to go to Castle Black. (laughs) And then it, like, goes into Ghost's brain and it's like, Ma, 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 Ghost, ma, ma, ma. (laughs) <laughs> this like, is the cutest like, what do you thing. call what do you call the stars what do you call them boy this is why like there's there's just no contest that uh john and ghost is like the best uh yes yes uh, baby and puppy relationship yeah. in this book like this just really yeah it's the healthiest i think yeah he shows he shows ghost eager and says she's my wife now i can't have you anymore you have to go <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, he says uh, you must go to Castle Black. Uh, we have to. He says we must each hunt alone for a time, <laughs> which is great. No, he like just fucking metaphors with his dog. I will meet you again at Castle Black, but you have to get there by yourself. We must each hunt alone. <laughs> Very good. He's thinking he's like, damn, I'm a shitty walk. I've only ever done it once. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even talk to my dog. Do you think having a like healthy relationship with your dog makes you a worse warg? Maybe. Mm. I think Bran's yeah. too too like in yeah. There's a lack the of boundaries of there. I think. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's healthy. If you're I think like he relies respecting on it your, your wolf as a its own creature, then you're not gonna take over it. Exactly. That that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like borrowing in Terry Pratchett where you exactly. you can ride around in the brain, but as soon as you try and like rest control then you're like doing evil it does seem a little evil honestly well we'll see we'll talk about that at one point i'm sure um yeah then uh ghost is gone is do they fuck first or do they Mm, they like flashback to fucking yeah he thinks back to like where they first fucked and how bad he felt because he broke his his uh oath and then yeah, it's felt so it bad, but it's also times. F- yeah. yeah, he's just like it felt bad on <laughs> that, my that paragraph, uh, on my that consciousness, but laugh. it felt good on my dick. Yeah, he's like, okay, well, yeah. we fucked once. We had to fuck once to yeah. to make yeah. the. <laughs> but I'll one, never one, fuck once. Doesn't then count. He fucks, <laughs> then he fucks two more <laughs> times the same night. Even my father stumbled yeah. once. 
Just once. Just once is fine. The line where it goes, it will never happen again, and then the next paragraph immediately says it happened twice more <laughs> that night did make me laugh yeah. out loud. It's so good. And again in the morning. In the morning. Mm. He's 15, yeah. folks. Yeah, he does, he does yeah. have a uh, very functioning boner, I guess. <laughs> He gets a boner over everything. He has, he has been on that No Not November for so long. Yeah. Now it's destroyed Dick December. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about that? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's supposed you, like, to be the follow-up like to No Not November where you like fuck day. once on the 1st of December, twice on the 2nd, yeah. up to like 31 <laughs> times. Or not, not fuck once, but like I don't think not once, right? You're yeah. not once on the 1st and twice on the 2nd and then up to 31 on the 31st. I don't think it's anything that people actually do, but... I think people actually do it. <laughs> but like, you feel increasingly more miserable as you do it yeah like no like you don't have time to do christmas you have to jerk off 25 times i feel like i feel like there's a tipping point like it yeah i mean like a weekend it's too much jesus christ yeah i guess it's like destroyed by the 31st and then you don't have to use it up to like next december yeah you, want to. you can just put it in a box somewhere and be like yeah, well, i'll take it out again when it's time for <laughs> uh-huh you know in um Actually, no, that's not real. <laughs> it's like, you know, in the Telltale Heart, where he keeps his heart in a box under the floorboards, but that's not what that story is. <laughs> I can't believe you made up an Edgar Allan Poe story as a comparison. I'll tell you something that's awful. I think I'm getting it confused with um, one of the tales of Beetle the Bard. Oh, no. Um, I know. I know. It's bad. And that one's actually about um, keeping his dick in a box, so... Mm. And whenever he gets horny, yeah. like, uh, the floorboard rises. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, this guy, this guy named Stir. He stirs the pot. Yeah, he's like, Snow, I, the Magna wants to talk to you. Stop fucking right now. Gotta stop. They're like, there's, there's a bit later where it's like, ah, they finally saw each other naked. Because up, up to, until that point, they've only been, like, fucking where others were around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that yeah. part where like they were fucking in the morning and everyone knew and they were like, yeah. "Hey, stop fucking, finish it up." I mean, it's just like wildling shit, right? It's you know, but I you mean, how can close to the camp. I don't know how can John keep it up when that's happening? He's not thinking about it. He he's says he's so... like really embarrassed about it. I don't know. Well, maybe he just. I mean, if it's dark, then you're like, no one, no one knows where it. But they do <laughs> no it in the morning because I put, yeah. I put furs over my head, and now I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't fully understand what the next bit is about because they want like information on like how many people are at which part of the watch. Um, and then John says a ton of numbers, and at one point he says a higher number than there actually are to scare them, but uh, they, like, Jarl immediately sees through it and it's like, he's lying, there can't be that many uh, at Castle Bla- or at Eastwatch. Yeah, Watch. I don't know why like, John how, how would they know? I don't know why he... Yeah, he shouldn't have lied here, I think. Like, he, he knows, like, they, they literally told him, we're gonna kill you, we're not uh, menstruated. He could also just say, like, I've been gone for a few months, I have no idea how many men are there, like, yeah. uh, there's a war going on, maybe they got uh, a lot more guys that have, like, uh, been sent there because they were... Yeah, 
and they're not going to go oh that sounds like so many guys we're not going to fight because that sounds like too many guys like they're going to do it whatever you say more or less so I yeah yeah uh, <laughs> I would say incredible name uh, is being dropped in this uh, segment Arson Isaacs Arson Isaacs his name is Arson his name is Arson this is the most like metal name yeah, in in this book series so far. What if 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 fire can burn? Your name is Arson Isaacs. Damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And he's climb. He's in the Damn. ice. Oh my god. Yeah, Arson Isaacs is a guy who was like digging a tunnel through the wall, and then this they discovered there's a tunnel, so they like closed the tunnel but left left him inside. And Dolores Ed mm. says, uh, "Oh, you can still hear him uh, digging a tunnel <laughs> through the wall." <laughs> So, like, sim- symbolism-wise, did the wool eat him? You know, I had this interesting thought where I was like, damn, it's kind of like he's being eaten by the wool, which is, oh. like, you know, kind of a symbolism thing, right? Damn, that's like the symbol for the ice dragon. Yeah, you got eaten Yeah, which we, we've heard about mm. at the beginning of the Very chapter, you know, the eye of the ice dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just really good at the symbolism <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Anything else about that? He got trapped in there. The Night's Watch came by and just said, oh, somebody's uh-huh. digging a hole through a wall. And they just sealed it up and did the cask of Amontillado to him. It shouldn't be that easy to like dig a hole through the wall, right? Like, doesn't it have some sort of... It isn't. It takes a long time. Defense? Yeah, that's why it's like a legendary right. story. There's this, the, Only Arson Isaacs could have done it. He tried it. I mean. <laughs> only Arson. <laughs> I guess it's because he was a fire guy, right? Because his name is Arson. Yeah. John's like, oh, I know this story. Dolores said, told me that if you put your ear to the wall, you can still hear him chipping away. <laughs> yeah, I said that. If you, if you put the ear to the wall, it, it will stick there. That's just a prank that Ed pulls on all yeah, the new recruits. <laughs> Do you think Ashton is his real name or was this like his... Did he earn it because he just did so much Ashton? I don't think they know what Arson is. Yeah, is that like a law? That's why they sent him away. Yeah, Arson like requires an understanding of property that I don't think the wildlings have. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody set something on fire, but it wasn't mine, so it can't be Arson. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Arson is. Oh, that's what I said. I was agreeing with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing Arson. He was arson around okay <laughs> yeah he just cranked it so much with his arse <laughs> all the british that. listeners love the the phrase arson around i'm really as the one british contingent of this podcast i really have to like you know bring the british ref- references mm. and like crisps keep, keep them engaged keep the audience yeah, I know she's the right UK there engaged. what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love saying things like trousers <laughs> Jumper. <Hello>. The Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ben. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some tea. Chip Butty. <laughs> okay. I made some crisps. <laughs> you made some crisps. That was impressive. I was trying to make. Uh, I was trying to make chips, but I cut them too thin by accident. <laughs> okay, that's that's a simple error. Um, <laughs> they do. You guys do say "eat your tea," right? I feel like that's the weirdest one to me. Yeah, it depends where you're from. Just taking a big bite it's out like of my a, tea. Yeah, thing that is the most bewildering to me 
is how pudding just means all dessert, but at the same time, there's also like blood pudding, blood pudding and Yorkshire or black pudding and Yorkshire pudding, which is not dessert but like savory stuff. So what's a- well, I mean, it's about context, but like anyway, what's John doing in this <laughs> chapter? Yeah, he's like <laughs> John is also putting it somewhere. Oh, oh man. John's making tea, am I right? Th- that's that's good because I was trying to do something about how like he's eating a different type of pudding (laughs) 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 yeah yeah he's like looking for egret and finds her in a cave and then they talk about gorn and gandal Mm. which is like two funny guys gandal they were like gorn was king beyond the wall uh together with his brother were they like both kings i guess you know like yeah, Gorn killed the king in the north, uh, but then the king in the north's son was, like, killed Gorn back. They they snuck under the wall through secret tunnels. Yeah. Mm. They were led by the mall, big moles. Yeah, and they were like, oh, look at these caves, you can still hear Gorn and Gandal, whatever. They've been here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, no Gandal... Go- Gorn was killed, and then Gendel tried to escape through the caves, and then they got lost because they didn't know the way, and now they're still... Isn't that how it always goes? They're like the hills of eyes now. This is like that bit in (laughs) uh, Spinal Tap, where they get lost Mm -hmm. uh, backstage at a concert. (laughs) Is Gendel like Grendel? I I don't know, it's it's gotta be. I mean, I I looked up the Grendel story because I also thought that but there's not many parallels, really. Yeah, they're not really. Not really, but like George probably like remembered it and was. Grendel like, also eats guys, but that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a funny name is just a funny name. Yeah, but Grendel is like so much like in George's wheelhouse. The story of the cave people is hmm? pretty scary, though. But then, Egret makes it sexy and says, "Oh, there's nothing under the caves to eat except for booty." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing in the cave scene except for ass. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, then they're like, hey, let's do it here. Uh, I've never seen you naked, despite uh, how much we've already fucked. And then they're like, um, get um, like drop their clothes. I mean, anyway, I'm gonna have to. If you want to do like some additional editing work, it would be great if you like started playing Azov uh, Zarathustra at this point. Um, Say that from- one more time. How is from 2001 Space Odyssey, that, that bit. Uh, because they, they're, like, starting to, like, uh, undress, and then uh, John is, like, oh, poggers, and then he starts, like, um, kissing her, like, all over, and he's, like, kissing her oh, feet, you know of course, at it. first. Um, <laughs> <What>? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're writing fan fiction right now. Let's look at the text. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, and then John invents Cunnilingus for the first time in the Seven Kingdoms um, and all of Planetos. And uh, it's, you know, it's not even, I'm very upset that it's not even like in the wiki summary, to be honest. It just says, as they make love. It's very important that he does the Lord's kiss to her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what What if he actually ate ass? I think the the text allows it. The text, the it's text vague is enough. Ass, and he tasted no. her. 
I don't think it's vague enough. He says, <laughs> the text says, uh, It's not that vague. Ygritte moves her legs apart a little and he saw the pink inside and kissed that as well and tasted her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't like hearing you say it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get some capitalized ooh noises, which is uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty spicy. Thank yeah. you, George. Yeah, she starts saying, you know, nothing, Jon Snow, and then, uh, and then nuts while saying that. Like, it's very funny. (laughs) Nothing. I feel like George Um, is too committed of this bit of her saying, you know, nothing. Mm. (laughs) I know, it's so funny. (laughs) I mean, George loves the catchphrase. Like, he, he does it all the time. But I feel like she shouldn't say it, like, five times while they're having sex. She, she she does pinch his nipples a lot, which is pretty mm. girl boss of her. I, I like think, that, so. yeah. John likes it. A lot of nipple pinching in this one. Don't take them off, though. A man doesn't need his nipples, unless he does. <laughs> <laughs> and it is kind of funny. And it is, I don't know if it's uh, good writing. I feel like this is one of the... like. I'm not sure how controversial this, uh, this chapter is. It's kind of weird how it's like... Egret is like, oh... I know all about fucking John and you know nothing. And then he's like, he invents cunnilingus and he's like, how, <laughs> where did you learn that from? Do did you learn that from either highborn lawns doing that? And John is like, oh, I didn't learn it from anyone. I just invented. He's uh, self-taught, baby. I just, it just came to my mind. It was divine inspiration. Why is she so surprised by this? This is I don't know. I think strange because yeah, I was like I mean so far like the wildlings have been very open about sex and having like sex for fun. There's no way none of the wildlings ever thought of or that's why I think he ate ass because if like your partner (laughs) goes straight for the ass, they're like oh okay that's 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 your thing okay. Wasn't expecting that. I think other wildlings probably do it, but, like, kind of the same in our, our culture until, like, ten years ago or something, where it's, like, not cool for men to do, so, like, they probably don't brag about it as much as they brag about just fucking. And Egret has, like, only fucked one other guy who is a loser by her yeah. account, so I think I, they I do it. I just think it's very cold. You don't get that undressed that often, yeah, so I also think you'd true. only do it if you're, like, alone in a tent, so she doesn't, like, see it, you know? If, you, if she's seeing people doing it then they're not doing that like publicly yeah. but maybe they do it more in private when it's like warmer and you've got a fire or whatever yeah this is my theory <laughs> where is this on the reddit <laughs> controversial theory that I don't think that John invented cunnilingus here no. I think that other people have been doing it <laughs> well we know that they have we like, know that there are lesbians so <laughs> well we know that like and we unfortunately we do know that Jamie does it um and I'm pretty sure other characters do it, so... <laughs> you mean Tyrion? Um, I mean, Jamie does it later, but I guess Tyrion probably also... When yeah, does we Jamie do it? Yeah, Tyrion got his beard wet. Oh, that's true, no, Tyrion's beard got does. wet. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, Tyrion's, Tyrion's beard being something wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then that, you don't know what Tyrion image. does, like... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> he could just have like tried to stick his head up or something. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I'm gonna go with probably not. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> maybe he had like an adult baby fetish and was like, 
Yeah, Tyrion has an unbirthing fetish. Alright, can we finish the fucking chat? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this episode. Can we talk about the wildlings, like, customs and stuff about... Yeah. Sure. You have to go steal somebody from far away, because that will make your family stronger. Yeah, John is like, uh... John is like, oh, but you haven't fucked Longspear. And then she's like, no, would you fuck your sister? And we love it. <laughs> John's like, no, but I would my aunt. I yeah. Don't about it. <laughs> I'm more of an auntie, I don't like this, like, would you fuck your sister line in the same chapter as, is Arya even really my yeah. sister? George, don't do it. I was kind of thinking about this where, like, yeah, we had the one thing where he's like, oh, Arya's the only one as stubborn as Egret that I've met. But also, but like, if there was a line like that, like, in the middle of the, the one of the sex scenes, then like, then I would be raising my eyebrows, but yeah. in a bad way. And then like, but it's not here. Like, there's nothing, I don't know, all the comparisons, there's nothing like sexual about them, I don't think. But anyway, we've talked about this for so long. I think you're you're doing too much here, Emmanuel, I think. I think you could just like what? write it clearer that it's that that connection's not there, but just writing it as like, oh, Arya would li- really like an uh, like a sister-in-law like Ygritte. They would really get along, something like that. Instead of like comparing mm. them directly. Yeah, my sexy uh, wife yeah, is just like <laughs> my little sister who's not actually my sister anymore. Yeah. He could have done it less grossly, I guess. Like, I don't know. I do think there could be a charitable read to it, but, like, mm. the constant comparing to Arya is, like, a little too much. He does do it, like, every chapter. Mm. I'm like... He literally does, yeah. I don't know. But then he's like, well, Craster wants his daughters. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he's like, but Craster... Is Craster fucked up, do you think? To you? Is Craster weird to you? <laughs> he's pretty weird to me, but is he weird to you? And he goes, like, yeah, yeah. he's pretty weird yeah. to she's, she's one of, He's one of you. <laughs> yeah, what John is doing is, like, to try to own her on the marketplace of ideas here. Like, uh, he's... He's, he, he thinks he found, like, a logical fallacy and how, like, oh, wildlings do this. And then he's like, oh, but Crest is a wildling, I guess. He's kind of a wildling. And he fucks his sisters. Not his sisters, his daughters. It's even worse. And, yeah, Egret says we don't claim him. Yeah. That, like, that's not our guy. She's valid for that, I think. Like, I think John was a little problematic here to even compare them. But it's just me. Uh, and then Egret says, uh, yeah, you have to steal us basically uh, and then John's like no I didn't do that and then she's like yeah you did I even told you a sexy story and you yeah. didn't yeah <laughs> then Igrid asks her to do it again with your mouth yeah well you do uh, it again do it again with your mouth the lord's kiss <laughs> crank me with your mouth and then she's like I could do it I could see if you liked it as well like we could yeah uh, I'll eat your ass 69ing yeah yeah <laughs> after that, after this like gate has been broken now it's gonna be like now they're gonna invent every single position <laughs> uh, then John thinks about how oh, dang if this is so wrong then why does it feel so good damn John damn maybe John. that's like the point <laughs> and then Still George so Catholic. And... <laughs> damn John Catholic moments and then George ends with ends this chapter by bringing up with the like gross thing he does in every single sex scene where it's like 
John, f- first of all, he said spent his seed inside her, which is already like a pretty bad John, phrase. pull out. John, don't do that. <laughs> pull out, John. And then, and then Igrid does the thing where he's like, no, no, don't pull out, stay inside. <laughs> Why does George do this with everyone? <laughs> Yeah, where's that post about the the writer's barely disguised fetish? <laughs> God, I, I I wasn't gonna say I was gonna say John or like George should have written more about feet instead. But <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want that? Mm-hmm. The chapter's over. They say I don't want to leave. Yeah. George George spent his seat on her feet. Okay. Okay. No, I don't. I I take it back. I don't like it. <laughs> What do we think of this chapter? I mean, they're naked, aren't they? Like fucking cold. Um, I think the chapter is good. I'll say yeah. it. Uh, besides yeah, the the things we already said with the sister thing, that's weird. But the rest is good. I don't mind. I don't mind the Lord's kiss scenes. The yeah, more, yeah the Lord's kiss okay. scene. It's like yeah, people make fun of it a lot, but it's fine. Yeah, it's like for a. I mean, it's probably the best sex scene. scene. Yeah, yeah, it's the most consensual one for sure. Because because and John are cute together. They have cute chemistry. They're like teasing each other and having fun the whole time. It's nice. And it feels like it feels like this is a sex scene that like kind of adds to their characters or whatever. Like you know, it doesn't feel unnecessary. And I do think it's funny that John is like, I can't believe that it would be part of my vow to not have sex, and yet it's good and it's hard to not. He's so close to understanding it. Would you make he me do d- a vow he, that was hard to uphold? <laughs> he forgets whenever Amon told him love is the death of duty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he thought that was about family. He doesn't know, like, the other stuff. He's like, wow. <laughs> Confusing. Um, do you want to talk about how Ghost is uh, a weirwood tree? No, he's a puppy, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting on top of the hill, and... It says that his his eyes are his red eyes are drinking the stars, and his mm-hmm. breath is coming out in a white mist. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking about how the stars are the like the ancestors, the old gods that become the others. We didn't mention that part, but I've said it before. But the the uh, stars are going in through his eyes into the weirwood tree, and then being exuded as white mist, and that's the others. Okay, now what about this? In the dark, the direwolf's red eyes looked black. Yeah, well, that's the that's like an ongoing thing where red turns to black, like yeah, um, like after the moon explodes. Yeah, exactly yeah. during the darkness, like when it, it's like corrupted. Yeah, and like blood and stuff. The others yeah. are in charge of the weirwoods when the moon is gone or something. I don't know about in charge of, happen? but they are. That's when they get forced out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pretty good. Let's see if I have other notes for this chapter. <laughs> God, it was so funny when John held his dog's head and looked deep in his it's eyes so and nice. said, "You need to go to Castle Black." <laughs> Remember Castle Black? Did I ever call it that while we were there, so that you associated that sound with it? I love how much like John believes in ghosts at this point. Like he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Rob's Rob's like, my wolf is just a wolf, you know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it has any powers, but John's like, no, my wolf does know how to follow directions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he understands human speech. Yeah, yeah Rob is like, what yeah. if a wolf is a little guy? <laughs> I mean, it does, like, Ghost's ears prick up and he, like, jumps he off. He runs away and John's yeah. like, is he going to Castle Black? 
Maybe. Is he just chasing something, or is he just a dumb dog, or <laughs> is he say. going? <laughs> he says, go follow the ice east and east into the sun. Yeah, he knows what east is, John, for sure. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, there's also this line yeah. that I think is a bit of a George hat, where he thinks about how uh, Ned broke his vow once, and he says, was he as weak as I am when he dishonored himself in my mother's bed? And I was, like, thinking about... Because he did technically dishonor himself in his mother's bed, right? Because that's, like, when he... Yeah. When he was in, like, Leanna's deathbed, he... That's when he did his big dishonor of committing to tell his lie. Mm. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, they they bring up the bed a lot. It's, like, sort of... They mention the Mm. bed a lot. So I think it's, like, a bit... A bit of a That that line is definitely, like, uh, you know... Although I don't know what you're talking about, Kay... John. Yeah, we don't know who that is. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, who are you? Which bad? My bad. I thought we Your could bad? talk about it because Ned already talked about that, but okay. No. No, it hasn't been revealed yet. It's, no, I know. There's but... still a possibility that fucking. No, there isn't. Mira is John's mother or whatever. No. <laughs> I, I, I do think that Ashara Dane is yeah. um, the Jojen's mother. Yeah, sure. That's, this is my theory that I'm, gonna, I'm continuing no, to hold you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna be proven right, and everyone's gonna be like, "Damn, Chaz, you were so right." Bet on it. What else is going on in here? Oh yeah, all the tunnels, like all the they they go yeah, into like, like a, a tunnel, net, I guess. Yeah, but also just like they go down, and then there's a cave as big as Winterfell's Great Hall. This huge, and then it says like there might be. Like, one's uh, just as big, even, you know, farther down. And you can hear water going down there, so... Mm. Mira and the Bran are definitely going to ride a boat down there. But you you Mm. listeners don't know about that either yet. No, why are we talking about this? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) There's caves all over the place, and Egret's talking about a big network of caves that go under the wall and stuff. Yeah. Cave story. Cave story. Cave story. I like that when he when he's when he's fucking her, he's like trying to think about the weirwood trees. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very good. He's like he imagines them like watching and listening. I'm just saying. I mean, they um, probably are. Yeah. Then they like morph into yeah. her basically because they disappear and mm. all they can see yeah. is her. When so, he yeah, he greets the weirwood. When he yeah. talks about yeah. how like uh, we've only fucked with others all around them. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's the uh, kinky. I mean, the free folk are there. Are others. That's weird. All right, let's do spoilers. Not spoilers. Questions. Questions. All right. Question yeah. time. Is it question time? We'll never know <laughs> unless we start. One last call for why, questions. Why is it a so... mystery? Ryan, I'm begging <laughs> you to read a question. All right, I'm going uh, looking them up. Uh, First question. One last call for chapter notes. So <laughs> no chapter notes are done. Questions. questions. First question by uh, Silas. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Uh, yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday two weeks ago. Happy birthday the time this two comes weeks out. ago. <laughs> uh, did Nomira time travel to help Howland read? And second question, is Bran just clueless exposition vector? I don't understand this question. No. no. To both? No. Is the question like there's a she wolf in the story and the she wolf is Nymeria? 
I think so. Nymeria learned how to walk on two legs, yeah. and she beat the fuck out of some guys with a stick. Yes. I don't think she time-traveled. She did. Ben, he's not clueless. He's just baby. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's kind of clueless. It's not like, the exposition, because the exposition, the story's, like, directly about Bran's yeah. yeah. characters, so yeah. I think it's, like... Yeah, that's what that's what the point I was trying to make. Also, is that it's also like a meta commentary about stories and shit. So it's not like it's not like about oh, Bran just needs to be there so we can deliver exposition. But it's like directly about how how Bran relates to the story and how we relate to the story to stories in general and how like fucking. It's, it's, it's know, like it's, the bail the bard thing where it's doing like fourteen different things at yeah. once. Yeah, George George very rarely does lore stuff just as pure exposition. It's always also yeah. about like it, you know, I talked about this on my other podcast, uh, Quote Killer Chronicles. Like we talked about how that book also seems to be a lot about stories, but none of the stories actually matter. Like all of the lore exposition stuff is just like, okay, now listen to ten pages of like some backstory that we're never going to relate back to and it's i feel like george does the lore the exposition stuff and like the flashback stuff really really well where it's like uh, always about like the way it relates to to the big story or to the main story and to the characters so no he's not just a clueless exposition vector yeah yeah it makes it makes sense that he gets the the exposition all right next question next question uh by justin crandell uh, also happy birthday Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Everyone's <laughs> uh, would it be faster if they took the king's road? I guess it's, this is about the brand <laughs> chapter. Uh, I mean, I guess. Yeah. It, sure. No, it wouldn't. Yes. No, it, it, would, be, it would be over pretty fast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If they took the king's road, they would definitely be get be they'd get got by mm. the bastards, boys. Yeah. Bad idea. Uh, and second question, also exactly, how evil is Azura Haya? Make me understand. Pretty evil. He's so evil, dude. I cannot so, understand. Yeah, we didn't we didn't mention this, but I think Melisandre like drops yeah. Azura Haya again. Yeah, she does. Yeah, and like she says clueless that readers of the Azura Haya reborn. Yeah, um, which is cringe. Mel, sorry. Look, we love Stannis, but like some clueless readers of the books are gonna be like, yes, Stannis. They're gonna be reading this and they're gonna be like, yes, Stannis. Is Azora High reborn? And I think that's epic. <laughs> I, and you're so wrong, and you're yeah. reading the book. Right? You don't understand. We're trying to help you. <laughs> I wish you'd listen to this podcast so you could understand. He's gonna turn back the darkness, and he's not gonna have to do any like morally dubious things to do so. I like. Like, you can look at the chapter where Mel says, like, stuff that is completely refuted by other chapters before and after this. Yeah. And be like, no, but the thing she said about Azor Ahai I mean, was true. Maybe the other chapters are wrong, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's right. Mel is the only yeah. character. <laughs> I mean, so, like, Azor Ahai is an archetype. Doesn't really have any, like, morality assigned to it. it uh, basically, like... Azora is just an archetype, or Azora reborn is somebody that is going to like cause a, a big ruckus and like remake the world, and that is going to always evolve, involve a lot of, you know, destruction wife. and stuff. And it doesn't. Yeah, Emmanuel is just saying that stabbing your wife is morally neutral. It no, depends not on that. how you feel about her when you do. You, know, you need to crack a few eggs to make <laughs> a new cake. Yeah, you have to crack a few eggs to crack the biggest egg of all the moon. Yeah, you need to crack a few wives to 
make a sword. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but the, yeah, the original is where I, it seems like most signs point to him being somebody that did that for just like personal gain. And also like stabbing your wife isn't the only version of it because there's also You can like, also have sex with your wife. Yeah. Yes. You can also give your wife a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Having sex with your wife can also be bad or good, depending. Yeah, so. depending. It's better if you make her pregnant. Yeah, yeah but mostly, like, somebody, like, that's gonna, like... I mean, the the big change, like, the big paradigm shift to, like, of, like, you know, there's gonna be destruction involved in remaking the world. And that's, like, you know, Danny's gonna have to do that. Stannis is gonna be doing some of that. Like, John will probably... Even Bran, too. So, like, land of contrasts. He's fucking evil, yeah, he's man. Evil. I think he's evil. But the original guy, probably, yeah, probably just evil. My bet. He might be reformed now, <laughs> but we don't know. Next question. Next question, last question. Uh, by Milk Succubus. Uh, happy birthday, also, sometime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> happy Milk it's birthday. On uh, April the 8th. I know this because it's the Neutral Milk Hotel song. Uh. Really? So oh, pretty hi, close yeah. to to this episode coming out. Milk, that's very cool. One month. One milk. One milk. <laughs> and she do what I don't care. Take a sippy of <laughs> one so. bad milk and she do what I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big ass. Sorry, food. like Milk committed to using this name today, <laughs> and we're already making <laughs> one bad. No, choice. we're supporting her. We're making sure she knows we're supporting her choice. <laughs> it's a very good name. Pro, pro milk. Uh, so the question is, uh, who would Bran and John fight in an epic rap battles uh, style throwdown and who would win? In the picture, there's uh, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Ronald McDonald calling conversation oh, because... I think he's rapping. It's kind of my fault because I... Uh, <laughs> I made Milk watch this video where uh, yeah. Epic Rap Battles oh. tie Ron- Ronald McDonald battles the Burger King. So this is oh. this is a revenge <laughs> question. Yeah. yeah. As we like I think it. Bran should, should do an Epic Rap Battle style throwdown uh, against Euron Greyjoy. That is yeah. what's going to happen in the Windsor Winter and he <laughs> will be victorious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think it needs to be from, from an entirely different media property though for like oh. the, f- the formula to work yeah like what what like uh like brother duo iconic brother yeah duo i think from like another media oh it's brandon john Wait, together yeah is it oh. a two on two i think it should be a two on two i mean it can okay. be either but i think it should be a two on two like, yeah that's i feel yeah. like like Bran and john versus like harry and ron Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that would be that's the right energy yeah. i think yeah <laughs> oh yeah more literature brothers. Would do. i see like Fredo and Sam, Lord of the Rings. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I don't think they have the same energy as. I was, I was thinking together. like, uh, mm. no, maybe we could no. get get They're all brothers. this, all the Stark boys against uh-huh. all the Malcolm and the Middle boys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or or, <laughs> or expand what it if? further and take all the Stark children against uh, the the whole Seventh Heaven family. What okay. what if um what if Stark kids rap battle the Succession kids? Okay, that's <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> that, I think I think Reiner's Reiner has the right idea with like sitcom families. Like I think that's a good angle. Um, I yeah, I was I just thinking don't know like if, if it's like out of fantasy siblings, yeah. I feel like the Narnia kids could be a good. Ooh, 
Oh, yeah. they'd get owned. They would get yeah. owned, yeah. Those little British kids. They'd be doing Chris- yeah. Christian rap. <laughs> they would be like, I feel like there would be like a cameo, there like an, would be like an Aslan cameo, and he would be Yeah, like, is there one where Aslan raps? I feel like that's like, just a slam dunk. They, they should Can make look that. look it up? Like, yeah, and make him Jesus look like Aslan from that rapping. old BBC adaptation that, where it's like a guy in a lion suit. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Who would Aslan rap against? Ghost. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> it would be, yeah, there would be a line about how, like, the I, one of them says, like, I have a magic dog, and then the Narnia kids would be like, oh, you got a dog? That's cute. I got a lion. And then Aslan shows up. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then Aslan mm-hmm. lays down just the fire track. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is the uh, most British show. Is that all the questions? questions? That has been questions. Yeah. None, <laughs> this none kid looks so British. You're right. <laughs> There's no others? They're so no. fucking British, dude. <laughs> uh, no, I guess the... no other questions, no. We're rejecting Zelius's other question based on the premise that you should be able to be a catboy maid also. So, like, yeah. this, you can't... Also, I can't tell who half of these fucking philosophers are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they look like. Also, I think it's it's not very good content to discuss, uh, uh, like... On an audio media. A visual meme on a, <laughs> on a podcast. Yes. Well, John is later going to be reading the conquest of bread in, yeah. in like the fifth book sure. and brand can have capitalist realism maybe <laughs> no the, the conquest of bread is is brand becoming king brand is bread, yeah. is brand king, king. king, bread. king bread. right but he hasn't gotten there yet like yeah. maybe it'll be in a later book hmm. but john is feeding people mm-hmm. the gay science is davos the gay science is lewin ah. he's gay and a science guy that's true so All right. Lewin, the gay science guy. We, we already <laughs> we already spent more time on this non-question than it deserves. <laughs> okay, you're Those welcome. The questions. Spoiler, Spoiler zone. zone. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Friendly neighborhood. Spoiler zone. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a spoiler zone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hmm. So I guess Rhaegar found the mystery knight and then yeah. said, hey, you're pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, cool mystery knight. Want to abscond? Mm. <laughs> it's the fucking wow cool robot, but it's like uh, Leanna <laughs> is shooting like uh, like society's roles for women are fucked up. And Rhaegar's just wow, cool <laughs> mystery like, wow, knight. Cool, cool girl, cool girl fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Buffy. Um. What a Pogos Tourney that was. Yeah, it's so cool that she was later named the Queen of Love and Beauty. That was fine and nothing bad happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so a lot of people have, like, guessed this as the moment where, like, Rhaegar was looking for somebody that's going to be the the ice part that he needs. And then mm-hmm. he saw a cool lady. Wow, and she can fight. Yeah, I mean... Who knows as far as like what kind of conversation they had. I think that like he crowned her love and beauty of Queen of Love and Beauty to like make a point to her specifically because otherwise it's like I mean it's it's a stupid fucking political move like <laughs> as yeah. we can we can see. But um so it, it probably had something to do with like it had to be some kind of 
proof to her that he was serious or something like that. Or he just did it uh, to be Joker and then kidnapped her. Could have been that. He could have just been an evil guy. Who knows? Hmm. I think he can be an evil guy and not kidnap her. He's kind of yeah. just an evil guy in general, right? Rhaegar? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's um, obsessed with his prophecy. and. I think he's like the sort of evil guy up. where he doesn't he doesn't do like very obviously evil things until the Lyanna thing. But he like thinks he of himself do... as like a bard. And he's like, oh, I'm just like a noble guy who's going to save the world and shit. But like, obviously he does like fucked up stuff in pursuit of that. Because he believes that he is inherently good. Um, I mean, the one thing that he did was that we don't even know for sure if he kidnapped Lyanna or if she went willingly. Yeah. So like, that's yeah. the only bad thing that we've heard about besides just like his complacency with his father and like not acting soon enough to curb his is the that mad king's like bad. bullshit which yeah that's bad but so yeah. did literally every other night in his service so but yeah i mean jamie's critique of like of that is is right yeah don't like rhaegar well like, like rhaegar is what sucks. i'll say sucks gar that's right <laughs> I, I don't have it like I do think by making Lana pregnant, he did murder her as well. So yeah, he did um, it with his big sword. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Antinatalist George strikes again. This was his opinion. Rhaegar bad. <laughs> well, she's um, a baby. You can't just have a baby pregnant. Yeah, she's like sixteen. Or something. She's fifteen, right? I think sixteen. She's too little. She's too little. She's too too small. Yeah, I mean that part's definitely like, you know, not great. Yeah. Even if it was a, a consensual thing, so. Mm. But. Yeah, and he's also like a, the prince of the world, and. Uh, <laughs> you know. The prince of the world. <laughs> you can't just be like, oh, prince of the world. I, yeah. I don't want to have sex with you. Maybe puts a, a little bit of, of uh, pressure to comply on a fifteen-year-old girl. But I mean, like, I don't know. I guess Liana would have like, what? I mean, she didn't go along with. Uh, being wedded to Robert, but like, you know, like the whenever the line that Ned remembers that she's like, oh, like she doesn't seem like a person that's gonna be swayed by that type of thing entirely, mm-hmm. at least. So I think it was either entirely forced or it was, uh, she just said okay. So I mean, she I don't did know. just, she, yeah, she they, did like, cry at how, the sad song. Yeah. She liked the sad song, and like Robert was making an ass of himself that whole night too. Yeah. Yeah, but he was he was wearing a beer pong, so you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what you love to see your betrothed man doing. Yeah, just like smacking asses and drinking. Yeah, I mean, if I saw Robert, I'd be like, "Why am I fucking marrying that dude?" You know. Yeah, get me the closest man in a wig, please. <laughs> I don't care how shitty the wig is. It's gonna wig. it's gonna cool blonde wig. He's playing the harp and he's playing sad songs. So you know, whatever. Yeah, he's he's emotional. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. married with two kids, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah. like, no, no relationship is perfect, or like starts in a perfect way. He read a book once. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he's to- reads. He told me he's totally gonna leave his wife for me, so it's fine. Damn, he reads, yeah. and he's got a wife. <laughs> oh my god, he had a wife, so he couldn't have a wolf. So he traded his wife for a wolf. Uh, Wait a second. Oh my god. Do you think Rhaegar was like, well, the fir- well, Aegon the Conqueror had two wives, so go, I'm allowed. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a I mean there's definitely like the people that are like, "Oh, I love Rhaegar and Elia was totally okay with it cuz she's Dornish or something," which I think uh, is like no, an assumption at very no. best. She got extremely owned and embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, we don't like we don't know, but it's just like an assumption. It's like being the most fucking charitable that you could be to the point of absurdity, I think. Yeah. But I guess it's possible, but it's just you're guessing so yeah, hard. Yeah, she, she was then murdered, so... Yeah, there's also a big difference, I guess, between being okay with, like, him having a mistress and him having, like, an official second wife and the political embarrassment of, like, the Matthias of that. Yeah, I mean, they could have had, like, some... Like, I mean, the, the logic that they'll go to is that, like, she could have had, like, an agreement with him, like, some kind of... Not a prenup, I guess, but just like, oh, my children are going to come first, and you don't have to worry about any kind of succession bullshit. So, I don't know. I feel like Leanna, like, probably took, also took this as, like, a, uh, an opportunity to, like... It could have been, like, a an opportunity for her, from her point of view, to, like, you know, choose her own future, because... Yeah, because she was, like, willful and stuff. To not right? choose Robert. Yeah. Yeah, just, like, anything but Robert. <laughs> Anything with Robert and also, like, defines to of her father, like, always telling her what to do, so. Yeah. And there's also, like, yeah, we, I mean, I'm sure, like, I don't think we need to, like, go through all the details to prove why she was the Knight of the Laughing Tree. No, she, she was. was <laughs> I mean. Yeah, everybody makes, this. makes the most sense, yeah. She displayed military brows, beating three squires, and also she is good at horse riding, which is uh, three quarters of jousting, we are told, or something like that. And she was little. And she made, like, comedic big guy voice. Yeah, she had a booming voice. Whenever Catelyn, like, comes in on Brienne uh, fighting in that melee, she, like, doesn't recognize Mm. a woman's voice through the armor in that. So, like, I I think that's... If it's if it's not realistic, it's at least uh, set up somewhere else. That, well, no, like, I think I think she is yeah. like talking in comedy deep voice. Yeah, um, it could yes. be that also. <laughs> but like, no one can tell because like her arm is so echoey. So they're like, yeah, tracks. <laughs> yeah, I like. I think that's part of it. I think that's. I think that is definitely true. Do you think Richard Lawnmouth is Lemon Cloak? No. Yes. What? What? <laughs> Why would he? Is this a theory? Yeah. It's a theory. Okay. <laughs> bad theory. I don't think it's that bad. It, I mean, it can be Lemon Clock. I don't know why yeah. it would matter. I don't think it matters that much either, but I think it might be fun. Yeah. Um, It might, like, inform... I mean, he he's, like, one of the jaded dudes that's already, like, uh, this, like, I hate my life already mm. at the <laughs> at this point. Whenever, <laughs> like, the band Brotherhood with, Without Banners is... uh. Like riding, yeah, you know and, what, and being cool. You know what, he can be lemon cloak. I, yeah, I allow it. Sure. <laughs> I have, I have decided he is lemon cloak. Sure. Okay. Sure. Why not? Why the hell The mystery cloak. Okay, and uh, obviously, Ashara Dane, as confirmed, is Mira Jojen's mother. Of course. Yeah. Isla yeah. faces exciting stuff. I'm sure. We'll Real learn people more about that. with. Real green skin and real antlers that mm-hmm. live there. Yeah, George just couldn't tell, tell us that this early. So, why does no one go to the Isle of Faces though? Yeah, like, it's that's... just easy to get to. You can just go there. If you try to go there, you get attacked by ravens and shit, or you get blown away by strong winds. Is the stories? Oh, that's that epic. we hear. That's yeah. pretty sick, to God. be honest. But they said, "Oh, this this little 
green boy. Yeah. We like if you're magic, you can just like give the ravens the magic password, and they're like, "Oh, you're cool." Yeah, and if, maybe if they want Bella. to let you in, then they'll be they'll just let you in because you know he. If you're a Cranach, then you're like descended from you know. Yeah. The children of the forest. They'd probably be like, "Oh, like one of us," you know. Hmm. Um, it's it's me uncle i can't believe there's an island that you can't fucking get to because it's magic and maester lewin is like magic is fake (laughs) (laughs) maester lewin would get in his little boat and try to get to the island and get exploded and he'd say oh it was just science yeah did it he would put a little clay boy in a boat and send it there (laughs) (laughs) yeah my boat was covered in grain my bed was covered in grain, and that's why the ravens attacked, because I was covered in grain, and they wanted to get to the grain. Mr. is such a tragic death, and I don't think... like I, I feel like yeah, we can, we can let him rest. Him. You know, yeah. We don't need to own him beyond the grave for, it, <laughs> for how much he was friends. wrong about that one. The clay boy thing is just so funny. <laughs> the clay boy thing is so <laughs> we're, we're being We're giving him a little friendly ribbing, just like Osha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Lewin knows that he's our favorite. Alright, is that enough spoilers? I've had enough of these spoilers. Yeah. Alright, we will now go into lemon cakes. Uh, as is traditional, I will select the random number generator and it will tell <laughs> me. the most stressful part of the podcast where we wait for cake yeah. and then number generator. <laughs> Why is it stressful? <laughs> <laughs> this the is like suspense. it's cool when it's yeah. like uh oh who's gonna be it's gonna know, be chosen gonna... well i've yeah. got a number here guess who it is <laughs> yeah, <no>. oh. <laughs> yeah no. of course oh, we got the punishment how do you decide like a... which numbers correspond to it's us the order you're in in the call oh i see uh, yeah uh, it said three so no, I, have a, I have a great lemon cake i have a ton of lemon cakes this week uh and i may save some of them for the future uh my lemon cake for this week is going to be The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Very good, good game. game. Started good playing game. it like yesterday or the day before. I don't know, like very recently. Um, my uncle at Nintendo sent me a GameCube and a copy of uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. And I'm totally not using Dolphin Emulator to uh, use that. I would advise everyone against doing that because it's free and you can play whole ass video games <laughs> instead of buying them it's a very good game link is just a funny little guy the story had like already more twists and turns than i expected it would have like it's genuinely pretty yeah it's got a good story. story i like the story it's a good story like i didn't expect it to be i, I just wanted fun boat adventures and i got a good story on top of that what if a bird took your sister like the the, the art style of this game is probably like my favorite of any yeah it's cute zelda game like this 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 little link is very cute the like running animation of how he's like moving his arms is just like yeah. the cutest thing in the world he's and, like, little the, he's so little and, like he's the faces, small and round the, the reaction faces he makes to everything is just yes Incredible when you're sidling stuff. and he's like looking to the side it's so good yeah 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 uh so big recommendation on this like little known <laughs> have you heard game. of this game <laughs> it's good to me all right guess who's next Chaz. are oh, you playing me. on a controller sorry yeah i'm using the my switch pro, pro controller okay yeah because i emulate i like I was so, trying to play fucking Ocarina of Time in Majora's Mask on keyboard and mouse, and it was hell. No, no, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You need the C-stick. The C-stick. Yeah, the, the, like, regular controllers are still, like, kind of wrong 
for GameCube and N64 yeah, yeah. games. Like, there's gonna be like some awkward keybinding. Especially but it's fine. N64. Yeah. N64 is a nightmare. Like, I played okay <laughs> yeah. enough time on a emulator too, and they had like I had to do like some really bad like finger gymnastics for some of the for some of the shit. Anyway. Yeah, I'm next. I've been doing a lot of training this week, which has been pretty bad. But what's good is the song. Uh, Rumpus Room. <laughs> Wait a second. You can't just slip in an, an anti-lemon cake. No, but what's good is the song Rumpus Room by Shushu, which I've been listening to a lot this week to get me through. And it's a good song, and it's off their new album, which isn't out yet, but will probably be good and I will enjoy. So check that out if you like harsh noise. <laughs> I don't, but thank you. <laughs> Well, you should check it out anyway. You might like it, you know. Okay. Next is me. Uh, my my lemon cake is... I got a flat tire this week. I'm doing a Chaz where I say a bad thing first. And then... <laughs> but then, I changed the tire myself, and I felt pretty cool. Uh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I guess I'm I recommending uh, changing your tire yourself. Because <laughs> I like also called like the mechanic people and they were like, oh, it'll be two hours. So I was like, whatever, I'll just do it myself. And I did. <laughs> and that's feminism. That is feminism. <laughs> Finally, feminism won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> feminism. Thank you, Kay. Yeah, you did You're it. welcome. I've done, I did it for the women. N- next yeah. is Reiner. Reiner, what's yours? So, uh, premiere here, the first time uh, uh, fashion uh, related uh, oh. lemon cake for me. Uh, I got my uh, Benui sweater in, in oh my the God. mail this week. Benui. Hell yeah. All right. Did you post your Benui? I did not post it. Yeah, you no. got to post a pic. I have to post mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I wore it to work yesterday and uh, like, uh, going out today and uh, get a, getting a lot of, of respect for looks and... Uh, <laughs> My... I thought you were going to say compliments. I don't know how I feel about a lot of respect. Uh, <laughs> and my, my sister immediately said, hey, cool sweater like the second she saw it. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. We're so good. Everyone get a new sweater. God, I should get one now because yeah. I, I just got paid also. <laughs> Bro, the 1400 is coming through soon. Oh, shit. Ah. I yeah. think that one's going to be mine. Just like... The government functioned a little bit. The fourteen hundred wow. is coming. <laughs> the the government sort of did a little bit to help people. Nice. Wow. Good job, America. Congratulations. America number one again. I'm trying to think of something. I'm gonna start making bread again. I stopped for a while, but I've finally resurrected my starter. Um yeah. Hey, you can buy fourteen hundred dollar worth of starter if you want. No, you don't need to buy any more starter. I would buy flour. <laughs> yeah, Kay, don't you know anything about bread? No! <laughs> this is an L for feminism. Alright, let's end the podcast. Alright, uh, let's see. Uh, fuck Rhaegar, first off. We hate that guy. Fuck Rhaegar. I have no strong feelings about him. Fuck this I don't like Rhaegar. Three squires. Fuck those three root squires. Yeah, yeah that was great. Uh, I guess fuck Aeris? I forgot his name for some reason. Fuck the phrase. I wonder <laughs> if it means phrase. anything that we keep <laughs> hearing that the phrase suck. Fuck Alistair Florent. He's a crack. Fuck Alistair Florent. Oh my yeah. god. What a fuck loser. Fuck Axel Florent too, I, though. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm not even sure if Alistair deserves a fuck. He just, he's just, he sucks. He, he sucks. just took so many L's in this one. Like, last night I took an L, but then I bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. He did not bounce back. Uh, fuck no. Crank it with your ass. Just, uh, oh yeah, as always, crank it with your ass. Crank it with your ass. Go down on your ass. Crank it with your ass. Yeah. Sean, it is. Goodbye.